Okay, and we've been live. live. <laughs> and we're live. We've been live. So I got to tell you a crazy story what happened today. Yeah. By the way, episode number 63. This morning, I'm driving. I rarely do this. Drive? I'm driving <laughs> yeah, to the office, and I'm watching videos, which you shouldn't be doing. I don't recommend it to anybody. I'm watching videos while I'm driving, and I'm getting to the right lane, which is the lane to go into the office, mm -hmm. and I cut somebody off, and this person gets upset at me. And I put my hand up to say, hey, you know, I, I, I think I just cut somebody the off. The old code of the road. Yeah, yeah, I always do that because I've, I've done it millions of times. Yeah. And the person I cut off was our friend right here, <laughs> Vanessa. Okay? Vanessa. I cut off Vanessa. And I'm like, is that Vanessa? I think it's Vanessa. Because she shook her head. She went like, tell me you were doing this. That's I'm funny. like, <laughs> and then she slowed down and I went past. I'm like, okay, I think she's still sitting in the car because she doesn't want to think I got found out, but I knew it was. I came and told you about it today. So there I you go. No altercation. Yeah. No, no, there was no altercation. Yeah, 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 we, we what happens when your boss term. and CEO cuts you off? It's, it won't be you the first time or the last time. Pat. Listen, this is why I need somebody to drive me don't around. Even you've been saying this for a while. Don't, don't have a big monitor and get do your show prep? I think I'm you getting cutting, close to You can have a green screen in a car. In a yeah, I think I'm getting... Here's the challenge is I like driving. Yeah. I actually enjoy... You know how there's people yeah. that enjoy... Mm -hmm. I enjoy driving. Matter of fact, I've been looking for a good stick shift to buy. Mm -hmm. a sports car stick shift and you know they're doing all this automatic stuff. Everything's going more yeah. to automatic, automatic. I want to know the best stick shift car, oh, wow. race car to buy. What I the love. hell are you going to hey, do I, driving? Stick shift. Stick I have a suggestion shift. What are you going to do with a stick shift, Pat? Tell me. You get driven in, but yeah. you drive home. Because you'll be more relaxed on the way home. Maybe you just do some calls. I like that. You can be pr you know, really productive on the way in. By the way, yeah. I always thought a great invention would be a secondary horn, right? Because you got the main horn. Yeah. Like if there's just a little thing that goes on, someone yeah. maybe emerges and you just want to get their attention, just yeah. a little tap. Just a light little thing, right? So there's no road race. Secondary, Secondary horn. horn. You got to like have that. two horns. Well, Adam Adam one's likes, not enough. Adam likes the old school horns. Remember those mariachi horns? Very loud. I can totally see like one of these Mini Coopers. Yes. I used to think I can see you in a Porsche. I can also see you in a Mini Cooper, though. Okay. All right. Mazda Miata, maybe? Convertible type. You know what I can see you in? You know what I can see you in? In the backseat of a car. Yeah. I don't want well, you driving. It's been, it's been, a, it's been a right. established you should not be driving. And the closer we get to it, I think I'm more convinced you're right. Every I, I'm single day. Once you realize how much more productive you'd be for that 25 minutes, probably you get another video I shot. I love driving, guys. That's my biggest challenge. I love to drive. Anyways, okay, so let's get into it. We got a lot of stuff to cover here. A um, couple months ago, was it two months ago when we were having the episode with uh, uh, Byron Udell was in and we talked about taxes? Yes. And then I said, I'm going to go do research on taxes. Do you remember mm -hmm. that? You did. I, I did notes, you know, 50, 60, This is just the stuff that made it here. We shot a tax episode, okay? For me, you have no idea how excited I am to launch this video. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. I got some fun facts for you. I got some fun facts for you. Are they fun? <laughs> I got some fun facts for you. Yeah. I'm actually curious to know yeah, what you'll okay. say about it, okay? You know some of them, so some of them you can play along. Okay. But maybe others can play along. Can you tell me who invented the IRS. Uh, Who was the founder of the IRS? I'm going to go with Ben Franklin. He had so many great inventions. Let me go with Benjamin. Okay, so Benjamin, Benjamin. Franklin. Are you ready to be shocked? Folks, if you're listening to this, don't Google it. Don't search it. I'm actually asking, and I'm curious to know what you'll say. Who, during which president's administration do you mm -hmm. think the IRS was founded under? During which president's administration do you think the IRS was founded on? You're My ready? guess yesterday was very close. You said Grant. Okay? I said you Ulysses, said Ulysses S. Grant. S. Grant. Yes. yes. You know who it is? No. Abraham Lincoln. Wow. Is that Civil not war, war, baby? Civil War. Abraham Lincoln huh. came up and they founded the IRS and they said, 
we're going to raise. It was the first time ever we had federal income taxes. Mm-hmm. Lincoln got up, said, listen, to pay off the Civil War, we have to raise taxes. They came up with federal income taxes in 1862. But they said, when we pay it off, guess what? We'll get away with the taxes. Hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. it stopped? Not yet, right? Ten <laughs> years later, when they paid it off, the taxes went away. Hmm. Is that not crazy? Dang. Exactly. Whoa. That's exactly it. Huh. And they went away because they said, we only yeah. raised taxes to pay off the war. And it was a 3% tax for people making between $600 to $10,000. And it was a 5% tax for people making over $10,000. It was essentially the first progressive tax that we had in America under a Lincoln administration, mm-hmm. right? But it did go away. Here's another fun fact for you. War, the idea of war and taxes, there are so many correlations between war and taxes. Property taxes, just so you know, property taxes mm-hmm. is the byproduct of War of 1812. Interesting. War, okay. the, the way they collected money to pay off for the War of 1812, the Star Spangled Banner, was by you know coming out with a property tax. Did not know that. I don't know if you knew, you knew that. I know obviously you pay a lot of attention when it comes on to tax time. You're in the insurance business, mm-hmm. you, so you know a lot about it. But property taxes came from War of 1812. Here's another one for you. How many military bases, foreign military bases, do you think the U.S. has? I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm going to say 45. 45. Folks, if you're listening, how many military bases do you think the U.S. has foreign? Okay? Kai, you know this number. Sam, do you know this number? How many military bases do you think there are foreign, U.S. military foreign? You said 45. I'm going with that. What do you think the number is? How many U.S. foreign military bases? Folks, if you think you know the answer, comment below. You will also be shocked here in a minute. How many? 51. What do you think? Foreign military bases. Oh, I'll go with 55. 55? What are you going to do? He's found Wheel of Fortune. He's good. 53. They're gravy training off my prediction. You ready what it is? It's like Price is Right or something. By the way, Price is Right, not Wheel of Fortune. You ready? 800 in 71 countries. Now, here's a trick question to everybody. You ready? Everybody's putting you. Somebody put a thousand. Who put a thousand? Greatest ever put a thousand. Mark Bucci put three fifty. Chicken Diner thirteen put eight hundred. He probably searched it, but you know what? That's a good guess as well if you got it right. Aratusov solely put sixty trillion. <laughs> okay, so a little here, over. I'm glad the, to hear that. It's a high number. Do, are you? Oh, really? Really? We got okay. people in the world, man. Watch this. Yeah. Wait till you hear this, this one, though. Tom. So, uh, so watch this. To blow your mind, if bro. The US, if the U.S. has eight hundred military bases in seventy-one countries. How many military bases, foreign military bases, do you think China has? How many do you think China has? Oh, God. I want you to actually guess this one. I, I want to I guess it's fewer. I want to say 300. Okay, what do you think it is? You guys want to take a wild guess? Let me put it to you this way. I guarantee you're not going to get it right. I'm trying to help <laughs> yeah, you here. Yeah. So you got to give a crazy number. 1,500. Okay. 2,000. Okay. Say 2000, yeah. One. They have one. <laughs> they only have one. I knew it was last. I pull, win. Kai, can you pull up the only foreign military base China has and where it's at? Folks, this is like apps. People, people can't even comment on this stuff. <laughs> it's mind-blowing when you think about this. China, foreign military bases. Okay, go to where it's at. Okay, the, the Djibouti is what it's called. Exactly. It's, it's oh, actually, yeah. They like Djibouti. That, that's exactly where that's. Can you go to the military where, where Djibouti is so people can know where Djibouti is? Go to maps. Okay, just go to maps. Go to Djibouti right there. It is the only foreign military base in the chokehold of the Suez Canal. That mm. is the only military base China has. Now, here's another trick question for you. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're playing we're Jeopardy doing right very now. poorly. Okay. <laughs> okay. By the way, you and I were doing poorly. I just so happened to have gotten this research because I would have never guessed <laughs> yeah, these numbers right. Yeah. Here's the next one. Hmm. Combine Russia, okay, Russia, France, 
and Britain. Okay. Okay. Three of the superpowers in the world. How many military bases do they have foreign between Russia, mm. France, and Britain? Do you know this or I no? don't know this. Okay, one. so you can guess on this one. How okay. many do they have? I, I'm going to guess. This is not China. So this is right. a different number. I just want everybody to know this. Combine. Combine. Combine all okay. three together. I, I'm going to say it's a very low number dominated by Russia. I'm going to say 16. Okay. What do you think it is? I'm going with a niner. 90? Nine. Niner. Nine. Okay, nine. What do you guys say? Uh, I'm going to say five. Five? Okay. Chi- Ch- China threw everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go 31. It's actually 30. Okay. 30. It's actually 30. Those combined together yeah, yeah. have 30. Are you not blown away by this? This is absolutely... You say U.S. Of... is everywhere. U.S. is controlled. 800 million okay. for what? Because right, so we're policing the, the world. Yeah, That's but, why. Okay. But, yeah. you're exactly. but you're paying yeah. for it. Exactly. But you're paying for it. That's the question. Is and that I'm a, a military thing? guy. Yeah. I'm a pro-military yeah. guy. I'm, a, I'm an army guy. Is Eight. that a good thing or look, a bad thing that we have that many look, military here's, bases? Here's what, What's you, the point? You know what happens when you're involved in too many uh, people's marital problems? Mm-hmm. You know you know who ends up becoming an enemy eventually? That you. person. Right. You. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like, well, you know like those moms that are too over control. How's this going? How's that going? Eventually, like, mm-hmm. mom, just stay the hell out of it, you know? U.S. is starting to become a little bit too 800 foreign military bases. 800. That's a lot. I, I, it's incomprehensible, you know? Watch what China is doing. So China, they have one. Specifically, one why intentional because they want to make sure they're Shipping. getting their oil because mm-hmm. most of the oil comes from there, so they need that part, right? But do you know what they're doing with the other money? U.S. is spending fighting wars the old school way from the 50s, 60s, cyber. 70s. Intelligence, all they're doing yeah. is bio, cyber, yeah. hack, they're studying all of those ways and they're mm-hmm. using yeah. those resources. So, take creating a viruses, dollars. doing their thing. Fauci said it could be possible. Yeah. Apparently, Fauci, a couple Fauci. days ago, he's, he's a Fauci. good My apologies. Fauci yeah. said he's it could Tom be possible. Tom calls him Fauci, right? he goes so, to Fauci. So, the point is, yeah. so the point is, so that's one area. When you, when you link military bases and taxes, mm-hmm. they actually go together. Here's another crazy thing for you. You ready? Yeah. Okay. This whole concept about withholding taxes, right? Yesterday we were talking about like it's not really a big deal. We're like, we got to kind of come up with a better way of putting it. Withholding taxes. How long has that thing been around? Withholding taxes. And the first time ever where we well withheld taxes, who was it under? First time we ever withheld it, that's taxes. That's easy. Mm. That's easy. That, that's like 40, 50 years ago, some Democratic president. Give okay. me a Kennedy. Okay. Lincoln was the first person that came out with a withholding taxes. You gave essentially what they did is they made the employer the tax collector. The employer became the tax collector to see what they can do with the taxes rather than the IRS being the tax mm-hmm. collector because they wanted to pay off the Civil War, which they did. And the American people were okay with that because it eventually mm-hmm. what? Stopped. Yeah. It eventually stopped. Okay. But 1862, they don't have the ADP system. They don't have all the system that they have today. It was simple. The employer kind of paid it to the government, right? Now, fast forward. So that went away. Years later, <laughs> guess who made it official to help? Tax withholding system become a law. Easy. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Okay. You know who it is? Who? Milton Friedman. Huh. Out of all the... And a Lin- Republican. Mil- a Republican. So, you know, you know what he said? Libertarian, we, Republican? What was he? I would say he's Republican. I would okay. say he's Republican. By the way, later on in life, when he did this, it was in 1943. He was younger. Mm-hmm. He helped. The reason why? He says, because we have to pay off the World War II money. We just didn't have the money for it, right? So they went from having... This is actually a very interesting uh, fact here. They went from in 1939, how many people in America do you think filed taxes in 19, 1939? How many Americans filed taxes in 1939? U.S. population at the time was 131 yeah. million. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say 20 million. 50 million. Four, four million people. Okay. <laughs> wow. There they go. Three years there later, they go. three years later, 41 million. Huh. They went from revenues being 900 million in 39 mm-hmm. to five years later in, 40, in 43 being 41 million. Uh, 
$43 billion. Wow. So well, think about the amount of money they raised. Yeah, okay? but that probably won World War II because of it. Well, then, but here's what happened. The difference is when it comes down to taxes, the following. Here's the difference. The difference is the fact that when they came up with the taxes in 1862 under Lincoln, they said it's going to go away. And under Wilson, under Woodrow Wilson, they came out with the 16th Amendment. The 16th Amendment allowed people to make income taxes a law because before it was tough, you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. The 16th Amendment allowed politicians to go back because there was this one case, kind 1894, I want to say, Charles Pollock against Farmers Company of 1894. Put Charles Pollock, I think it's versus Farmers of 1894. I think something like that. Type that in, uh, Farmers. Okay, there you go. Click on that. Uh, 1895, I was one off. So Charles Pollock versus... Pollock versus the Farmers Loan and Trust of 1895, when they came up with this, this, they were trying to tax the U.S. population 4%, 2% on $4,000 or more of income. He said, no, you can't do that. Against, it's against the Constitution. The guy went and fought. Supreme Court defended him saying, you're right. Hmm. The Constitution says you cannot just tax people income taxes. So later on, under Wilson, they made it a law, the 16th Amendment, allowed the government to just mm-hmm. impose, impose any kind of taxes, right? Now, here's a kicker. In 1913, when the Woodrow Wilson new amendment came up, uh, what happened to World War I? When did World War I start? 1917. Okay. We got involved around 1917, 1919. Do you know the taxes when Woodrow Wilson first introduced the progressive taxes? It was 1% for anybody making 0 to $20,000. It was 2% for twenty dollars to $50,000. And it went all the way up. The top marginal tax rate in 1913 was 7%. Seven percent, not seventy percent. Four mm-hmm. years later, the top marginal tax rate went to sixty-seven percent. And you want to know something crazy? From nineteen seventeen till nineteen sixty-five, the top line, top marginal tax rate never went below sixty-seven percent. It went all, all the way up to ninety-four percent. Is what mm-hmm. happened to taxes. Anyways, I mean the whole, the whole concept yeah. of taxes, yeah. mind-boggling when you study what happened here. Can Talk- I give you one number? Sure. Okay. If you don't know this, jump in. If you do, maybe don't. But how many new IRS agents does Joe Biden want to hire? Three times what we have today. There's a number exactly. Do you know what it is? I mean, this is unbelievable. Eighty-seven thousand yeah. yeah. IRS agents, man. They are going to be going nuts. You know, they they want to dig back on all the all the all the tax evasion that they feel that people were. Guilty of as far as high net worth people, so they're they're yeah. clawing after that's that money trillions. People, that's buddy. a lot. It's a lot. All to do audits. I mean, they're going to be they're auditing like you. crazy. Couple. So, what were, you, what were your biggest takeaways you from, know, from what I understand? I, the, the tax correlation yeah. between taxes and war. Yeah. Can you re- can you pull up that link about who's paying more taxes? The one percent, the five percent, the ten percent. You know which one I'm talking about. Can I send it to you. Number two, it doesn't seem like this is a Democratic high taxation thing. It seems like Republicans were taxing too. Yeah, but Based the, on what you're the, saying. the difference is Republicans did taxes assuming it's temporary. Democrats made it permanent. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And for specific costs. Yeah, for so, Repu- that- so, so Lincoln said, hey, let's raise taxes to pay off civil war. Democrats said, uh-huh, Socialist Labor Party, the Populist Party, the Democratic Party. What if we can make this permanent? And they did. When Milton Friedman ag- agreed to the tax withholding system, the only reason he did was because he thought it was to pay off the World War II debt that we had. He didn't think it was going to be permanent. Obviously, he helped. It become permanent mm. before he died in his memoir. He talked about one of the biggest mistakes he ever made is helping pass the tax withholding system. Really? And he said it was going to happen with or without him, but he helped out. Can you pull up the numbers here, Kai? Take a look at this. So you know how we talk about who pays the most taxes in America? You know how we say mm-hmm. the one person's not paying taxes anymore? This is an interesting chart. If you make it bigger and flip the focus on them, uh, Sam. So this is 
the number of percentage of taxpayers, the bottom 50%, look how big it is, right? Then you got the top 25 to 50%. Then you got the top 10. You look at the bottom 1%. Very small community, right? Very small community. Now, who pays the biggest amount of taxes in America? Look at the right. The 1% pays nearly the same amount of taxes as the bottom 50% pays. Look at the 1% right there. And then go to the next chart. Go to the next chart that we have. Go uh, down. I think it's a couple more. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Is it above it or below it? Maybe it was above that guy. Right there. Make it a little smaller. This shows over the years is the 1% paying more or less taxes. Look at that. All the way to the left. It shows you from 1980 to today. As the year goes by, the 1% keeps paying more and more and more taxes. Mm Mm-hmm. The top 5% is also paying more and more. If you're in the 10%, you're the same. Nothing's changed for the top 10%. The top 25%, it's getting lower. The top 50% is getting lower. And the bottom 50%, it's definitely getting lower. So this kind of tells you, when you get into it and you take a deep dive into the tax topic, you realize it is not as black and white as people talk about. It's not like, hey, you know, Republicans do this, Democrats do this. No, Republicans also raise taxes. But there was an intention behind it with the payoff. The Democrats look at that and capitalize and let's make this permanent. So, again, <laughs> did, did you get the feeling after doing the video that they could easily simplify this? Or 100%. This is, okay. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, think, I think one of the biggest one of the biggest reasons why I did this video is to get people to just question. Like, what I want to see is the following. Like, all right, now, look, we got 1,652 people watch. By the way, let me just announce this right now. Here's what we're doing today. We got a couple new ideas that we came up with. Anybody that puts a super chat, whether it's a dollar, $5, $10, $100, whatever it may be, $500, by the end, I'm going to pick one or two or three or five best Super Chat quotes or questions that if we involve you, and we're going to pay you back 10 times what you put in Super Chat. For example, you put 10 bucks. What's 10 times 10? We're going to wire you 100 bucks. You put 100 bucks, if it's the best Super Chat question, we're going to wire you back, uh, what nice. do you call it, $1,000. Game, because this is not a money-making machine for us. We're, we're doing this podcast because we're enjoying this. But at the same time, we want more people involved. Look at the 1,690 people on it, right? Okay. Do you know how many people, like this video goes out in Valuetainment. Valuetainment's yeah. got 3 million subscribers. How many views do you think the tax video is going to get? Honestly. It's going to be one of those that people share, right? You no think question. So? I don't think so. Ah, really? That's the problem, what I think. I think, now, if I put a video of me, you know, going out there and jumping out of a plane, it's probably going to get a million views. If I put a video with me and a couple mobsters, it's probably going to get 100 million views. If I put a video about taxes and the history of taxes... It's going to get probably 100,000 to 200,000 views over the next 12 months. Hmm. Why? Because nobody cares. Nobody cares about taxes. They're entertained. They're watching Netflix. They're watching sports. There's a very small community of people that are sitting there saying this matters. Here's a, here's a challenge, though. Here's the good, good news there. You know what the good news is? If Charles Pollack could do what he did and Supreme Court can go in his favor, if a story like this with Lincoln, which you're a smart guy. You went to a good university. You did not know. You're a smart guy. You didn't know. I'm a, I'm a pretty well-read guy. I didn't know this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here saying, Kai's read half the books in the world. He didn't know any of this stuff, right? We're sitting here going through this data, and we're like, mm-hmm. I, never, I never knew about that. Iris got started under Lincoln. I never knew about that. Uh, you mean to tell me it was only for 10 years, and then you went away with it? Yeah, because they wanted to pay off the Civil War. I never knew about that. That's what needs to be talked about. The American people need to sit there and say, wait, what? You mean to tell me federal income taxes went away? Yes! How? Because we were living off of excise and tariff taxes. That's what we were living off of. Right. It was 50 cents per ton of goods coming from out of uh, uh, the states, 
foreign, 50 cents per ton, and it was six cents per anything that was being uh, exchanged within the states. So there are ways for us to change our taxes mm -hmm. where people from the outside are paying. There are ways we can change our taxes and decrease it. But right now, everybody's just kind of looking away, being entertained, yeah. and taxes keep going up yeah. and up and up and up and up, yeah. and we have no clue what the hell is going yeah, on Yeah, but here. it's so many social programs that once they have yeah. the money coming in, they just find new ways to spend it. That's the difference now, right? That's why these things will never be lowered. Once the politicians get a hand, what do, you, what do you mean by social program? Well, I just mean all the free, all the money that's going out, all the free money that's going out. Look what's happened the last few weeks. So, I mean, that's where the tax money's going. That's why they want to keep raising the taxes. It's not like they're looking to cut spending, cut anything in the budget. You know where the majority of our uh, U.S. budget goes? The majority of our budget. Are you going to say military? It is though. defense. It is. Yeah. Well, defense is not even in the top five. Oh, okay. What so, is it? Number one is social security. No, no, no. Number entitlement two, programs. Uh, that entitlement's not yeah. even in the top twenty. I'm, I'm just saying where our actual $20 trillion budget goes, where it's actually going. The big three, Social Security, Medicare, Can you pull Medicaid. it up, guys, so we can look at this? If you look at, if you Google uh, U.S. budget breakdown, um, the, by far and away, it's Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. It's not even close. And then after those big three things, you have um, paying off our... There's um, one that has like a pie chart, Kai. If you exactly. can go to pie it. chart, go to the pie chart, and then you just have press, just press paying the, off our go, debt. Yeah. Paying off our debt is images, probably images. seven to eight percent. Then you have the military, and then all there the social pro programs that everyone thinks about. Look, healthcare, right, defense, social third. security, defense. Is that third. Might, I think that, that might not even be right. Go to a different one. Point is, the, the vast majority of our budget goes to old and sick people. That's that's the United States. Go up a little bit, discretionary spending. So military. That's that's just spending. a military. That's discretionary spending. Just say overall. Anyway, the point is there it is right there. Social Security, unemployment, labor, Medicare, health, Medicare and health. Total mandatory spending that we have. Yeah, but military is going to be different than that. The, 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 here's the point. The mm -hmm. point is, if we keep going the way we are and nobody questions it, we're just going to keep coming up with new taxes. Mm -hmm. Okay, constantly coming up with new taxes, and eventually. Uh, uh, here's another interesting fact for you. Here's another interesting fact for you. Which president increased the national debt the most by percentage-wise? I'm going to guess Lincoln. He's responsible for all of this. Okay. Give me a Lincoln. But in this part, it's mm. FDR. Oh. Yeah. It's 1,075%, which, yeah. by the way, was in 1930, you know, the, when he mm -hmm. was the New Deal. You know who's the second? You should be able to guess it. It's 1916. Who was the guy with the 16th Amendment? 1913. Who was the 16th Amendment? Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow okay. Wilson. He's second on, place. Now. Okay. He's second place. Who do you think's dollar amount the most? Obama. $8.8 .8 trillion. Mm -hmm. You know who's second place? Trump. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting Trump. when you look at the numbers mm -hmm. and see what's going on. But percentage-wise, yeah. FDR and yeah. Woodrow Wilson changed the entire tax system mm -hmm. in America, and very few of us sit there and study about it. I don't know. I just think there's an opportunity for us to learn more. Yeah. So when it comes down to tax time and voting, we're going to vote in a different way. This there segment has been sponsored by TurboTax. If you uh, have not done your taxes yeah. yet, TurboTax <laughs> is— By the way, uh, TurboTax is very thankful for even saying their name right yes, now. Because now agree. some people actually think it is TurboTax. It's actually not sponsored by TurboTax. It's sponsored by— um, PBD the, tax. No, no, no. What's the green company? The green logo. H and R Block. H and R Block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, neither one of them. Uh, okay, so we. You got know the only thing that I'm still thinking about in the, during that whole segment. What's that? That China's one base is in Djibouti. One. They got that Djibouti. Yeah, there you go. Djibouti, booty, booty, booty. I was thinking opening a base there too. Send, we should send Adam to go do a segment <laughs> on. Man on the streets in Djibouti. Yeah. I'll go. And you gotta I'm go all about say, that booty now. I'm sorry. Can I, I'm, I'm looking for that Djibouti. Where is that Djibouti? Yeah, yeah, Anybody yeah, twerk? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I'm looking to do some tour. Are you up for it? Can you say you're up for it if we send you there or if no? You, if I'm going to Djibouti. You may <laughs> you not be getting man. some. You got the man. Djibouti. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Let's go and see what story we want to go with. Um, Adam, for whatever reason, wants the Florida story. Okay. Which is. I think you want that story. Do I want the story? I asked you. What story do you want to cover, and what did he say? He I said, said Florida. Did he he also say, said pharma, but then he said Florida. No, no, he here's liked... what he said. He says, honestly, I haven't really looked at the notes, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. Just pick a story. I'm just, I'm just excited fired to up. Here. I'm fired I'm up. up. I had my coffee today. Let's go. All right, so, uh, Kai, you got to remind me about the Super Chat times 10 to see how that's going to yeah, go. Yeah, do you okay. want to repeat that one more time? Because yeah. I, I was failing to understand the anybody math Anybody who does a Super Chat comment, okay. and we like it, yeah. At the end, we're going to pay you back 10 times of what you gave us. Okay. So if you did a $10 super chat, we're going to get, like, for instance, right now, yeah, John Brothers, uh, raise taxes on Soy Boy Mafia, 10 bucks. I actually think, you know what? Screw it. John, you got 10 times that. So John <laughs> is getting bucks. 100 bucks. There it <laughs> is. Make a note. John Brothers just got 100 bucks. We're paying 10 bucks. Raise taxes on Soy Boy Mafia. John, text us your phone number to 310-340-1132. Uh, we may just even call you. 3103. So hang on one second. Yeah. 310 Text us, Kai. Check the number. Say, I'm John Brothers with your number. We may drop you. I want to understand what just time. happened. John. John gave 10 bucks. Here. He gave 10 bucks. He said, a comment that we taxes liked. on Soy Boy Mafia. Yeah. We like the comment for no reason. I'm giving him back 10 times for what he gave us, which is what? 10 times 10 bucks is 100 bucks. He's getting 100 bucks. He seems like a little Started misappropriation off his with 100 taxes. bucks. Nice. Look at that. Well, we Made want... a funny comment about the Soy Boy Mafia to tax that which ass. Which you're offended by. I'm d- deeply hey, offended. And Adam will take 60% yeah. of that. <laughs> exactly. With your tax man over John, here. you think you got jokes? We're going we're gonna to tax that ass. No, no, he's going to do 94% taxes. Yeah. FDR, he'll get six cent, 60 cents for <laughs> yeah. that is what he's getting Good back. Luck, Anyways, John. all right, John, send us a text. We'll send you that money. Uh, okay, so let's go to Florida. What do we have with Florida? Page mm. what? Page six. Okay, so did that kind of make sense to you what we're doing? We're 10 exit. We're 10 exit comments. Whatever you give, and so we have to like it. We're going to be Kai. encouraging. So, comments. Kai, you got to keep track of the comments because if you don't, then I'm not going to be able to track any mm-hmm. of this stuff. Just make sure you're tracking, so people. Uh, uh, okay. So, Florida. Let's see what happened in Florida. Florida law seeks to rein in large social media companies. This is an AP story. Standing at a lectern. <laughs> With a sign reading, Stop Big Tech Censorship, Republican Florida Governor DeSantis signed a bill on Monday that seeks to punish social media platforms that remove conservative ideas from their sites. The new law will will enable states to find large social media companies a quarter of a million dollars a day, a day if they remove an account of a statewide political candidate and $25,000 a day if they remove an account of someone running for a local office. DeSantis pointed out, in particular, to them, President Donald Trump being banned by Twitter while still allowing Iranian Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei to maintain an account. When you deplatform the President of the United States, but you let Ayatollah Khamenei talk about killing Jews, that is wrong, DeSantis says. This bill targets social media platforms that have more than 100 million monthly uh, users, uh, which include online giants as Twitter, Facebook, but lawmakers carved out an exception for Disney and their apps by including that theme park owners wouldn't be subject to that law, of course, because mm. Disney is in Florida. Right. DeSantis has to take care of it. So anyway, so what do you think about this? I, I'm going to go to you okay, first. Okay, here, here's my initial thought, and I'm the only non-resident of Florida here, so let me say this from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. And here's the thing. Um, there's one thing I think of. DeSantis is starting his campaign for president. I mean, I don't know how much meat this is going to have, but he wants to be the guy out on the fourth. There's no Republican out there that's – that you could think could possibly run in three and a half years. Not one, not Trump. 
I mean, he's laying so low, you don't even know what he's doing right now. I mean, he made big news the other day because he hit a golf ball into the water on his golf course. That was news the other day. So I think DeSantis is running for president. I don't know how much meat this is going to have. I don't believe that Zuckerberg and Dorsey and anybody is actually shaking over this. They're not worried about this one bit. I think it's... On the surface, it looks good. It sounds good. I think there's a lot of vagueness in here, uh, ambiguity in here that you really don't understand how they're going to enforce it. But it looked good at the press conference, and it is especially effective if you're running for president in 2024, which this gentleman will be doing. So you think he's going 2024? I do. Are you you're going to see huge announcements Wait, out of Florida you don't every think two DeSantis months. DeSantis is going to run. I mean, he looks like a leader when he does this, and he's laying the groundwork of what his uh, platform's yeah. going to be. I think he's obviously eyeing the uh, the presidency, but it's a little too early to tell. We got to get through the midterms. I mean, we just got. I mean, Biden just got elected what uh, six months ago. Honeymoon's so. over. Honeymoon's over. We're breaking up with Find Biden. Find someone I'm to sorry. beat him. Yeah. I, I would happen to agree with that, but I, I think I've been pretty clear about the about big tech where even when uh, Major Williams was here, I said, look, uh, Trump's been banned from a lot of these platforms, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everything. Uh, Instagram, he hasn't made an Instagram post uh, since the insurrection. I think big tech is a little getting a little too uh, big for their britches, to put it uh, apropos speech. And I think this is something that needs to be said. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's and Facebook's approval ratings are in the 20 30%. Trump's at 40%. And I think this is something that's good for sound bites. Like you said, I don't know how they're going to enforce this. Who's going to enforce $250,000 a day? How's that actually going to take place? Send them an invoice, see if they pay yeah, it. Yeah, right? what's going to happen? How are they going to yeah, actually pay How do you police the, this thing? Yeah, how do they police that? I don't know. All I know is I love yeah. the idea. You do. And all I know is many of the federal ideas start at the state level, hmm. which means this may be an idea being started not at the state level. When the next Republican president gets elected, he's going to say, we're making this federal. And yeah. then boom. Yeah. Then the federal is going to get involved in saying, wait a minute, you just said you're a social media company, but now you want to ban people? Mm-hmm. If you want to ban political people, you have to get approval by us because now you're involved with the government. And here's what we're going to be doing. Quarter million dollars a day. Right. I can it, see- it is smart uh-huh. when you explain it like that. By the that. way, quarter million a day. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not quarter million Crazy. a month. That's three million a year. Quarter million a day, which is seven and a half million dollars a month, which is 90 million a year. That's real money. Just so everybody knows, that is real money. When did Trump get banned? Kai, can you tell me when Trump got banned? The day after the insurrection. Yeah, the 23rd when, or something. The 23rd he got banned? 23rd. Okay, how many days since the 23rd? Do the math. It's been five months. Okay, five months. Four. What's five times? Uh, it's been four months or five 120 months? 120 days, something like that. 120 days. 120 days times $75,000 is what? What's 120 days? It's going to be, what, $30 million, okay? 120 times 30, uh, 120 times a quarter million. That's real money, $30 million. So Twitter would be paying a $30 sure. million fine right now. Okay, I think they look at that as the cost of doing business. I, I don't, don't think, think so. I think $30 million is a real number. You don't think so? I don't. Okay. Ultimately, because if they can keep on doing what they're doing and not change, I think they pay $90 million a year to do that. I do. No, I disagree with you. I think that when you start, when you start paying fines of $30 million, $90 million, whatever the numbers are, that's going to get someone's attention. I think, look, big tech and their overlordness is definitely becoming a problem. And if I'm a conservative and I'm seeing conservative voices being taken down, I'm rallying around this idea right here. So big tech has been censoring conservative voices. I think something that they did well was disclaimers, fact checks, this has turned out not to be true. I think that's all well and fair, especially when you're full on lying or quote unquote, the big lie. But to full-on censor somebody and say, uh-uh, 
The president can't be on this. This voice can't be on this. At the end of the day, this is America. We do believe in the First Amendment, freedom of speech. You can't just completely censor What I'm saying, people. so what you're yeah. saying is you like what he's doing. He's making yeah. noise and he's bringing attention yeah. to a topic think, that needs I to be covered. I think he has a valid because, point. Because it's got a lot of people concerned. By the way, we have another person here, Hodges' wife, that just gave 10 bucks. I just yes. like what she quoted. Foreign aid is taking money from the poor people of a rich country and giving it to the rich people of a poor country. Let me read that one more time. That's a Ron Paul quote. Foreign aid is taking money from the poor people of a rich country and giving it to the rich mm. people of a poor, poor country. country. Right. Sure. Mm. She sense. gets 10 times 10 yeah. bucks. Uh, right. Hodge's wife sent us a text. 310-340-1132. You're getting $100. Hodge's wife. I like Hodge's wife. Is Hodge getting any of that money Hodge's or just his wife? wife? Hodge's wife. Hodge's I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. I hope you're listening. By the way, Steve Levitz uh, just gave 100 bucks. He wants to talk with Israeli army. He was in it for eight years. Yeah. Text us. We may just give you a call. Yeah, Pat, I, I think it's all going to come crumbling down for these uh, social media companies. I really do. Because uh, you're even seeing this, and there might be a segment later in the show. Sasha Barrett Cohen. Is there a bigger liberal you know person that's more you know socially left than anybody else criticizing jack dorsey for allowing the hate speech on israel I, they're getting high on their own mm -hmm. supply it's like a drug dealer that gets addicted to coke they're gonna make they're gonna be so arrogant so cocky so out of control now not much can happen until the republicans get at least one part of the government if they take over the house in a year and a half i believe behind closed doors they are aligning themselves to go right after public enemy number one is the big tech companies i mean you hear about it right I, now. I actually agree with yeah, you. And, and a lot more people are agreeing on both sides, by the way. Yeah, and something has to be done eventually. And I think this is a brilliant move by DeSantis because it shows strength. It shows foresightedness. It shows leadership. And he can fall back on it when yeah. he's running for president. Yeah. And he might even be able to push this through in Florida because he gets his way here. Good point, yeah. That's I it. I know. Taking a deep breath. <laughs> <Take a deep. laughs> this guy is about no, to drop I, the... I was going to say, uh, he has a major Kai, point... are you checking text? When he says... Have, have they responded already? Okay, so I want to just call John real quick. Go ahead. When, I mean, you may want to give me the, the Vitamin phone as well, so I can do FaceTime if we can get that. It's and if the phone line is working, I'm going to cut Adam off about seven more times, but okay. go ahead, Adam. <laughs> no, it's hard to freaking argue with when DeSantis says, when you deplatform the president of the United States, but you let the Ayatollah Khomeini talk about killing Jews, that is wrong. Who, who the fuck is going to argue with Who's going to argue with that? Argue with that? Argue with so, that? And they should so, put the but, pressure on But him. here's the point. Answer the question. No yeah. kidding, right? Meaning That's Dorsey, the answer the question. Exactly. They, will, they will haul their asses in front of Congress let, again. Let, let me ask you a question. How much does Sasha Cohen hate Trump? Uh, is it fair to say he cannot stand Trump? Uh, very fair. Is yeah, that a fair statement? Yeah, right. Is it fair to say that he can't stand Giuliani with what he did? And, yes. and the Julia? Is it fair to say that he likes to go out there and mess with Republican politicians? Yes. Is that a fair assessment? Mm -hmm. yeah. For how many years? And, and Democrats. He's messed with Bernie. I would He's say 90% is Republicans, 10% is Democrats. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. You know who he just went after a couple days ago? Who do you think he just went after? He went after Jack Dorsey. Yep. Mm -hmm. Can you pull up the story with him? Because I don't have it in front of me. Kai, if you can pull it up, just pull up any story. Type in Sasha Cohen Sasha and Jack Baron Dorsey. Sasha Cohen. Let's not disrespect the It's fine. The Sasha Cohen, H-E-N, and, and Dorsey. Just put in uh, Jack Dorsey. Dorsey. There you go. Uh, Dorsey. <laughs> he's going to be fine. Okay. All right. Let's go to Fox News, New York Post. Go to, uh, go to a New York Post story. Go to a New York Post story. So if you can make it bigger so the guys can listen. Do me a favor. Flip the screen. Let's go on that real quick. Flip the screen. Sasha Baron Cohen blasts Twitter CEO over social media anti-Semitism. If you're giving me the phone. Uh, okay, got it. Sasha Baron Cohen blasts Twitter CEO over social media anti-Semitism. Keep going up. Kai, keep going up. Uh, 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 keep going up. Keep going up. 
The surge in anti-Semitism on the streets is fueled by anti-Semitism on social media. The Borat actor posted on Twitter on Saturday, tagging both the platform and CEO Jack Dorsey. Why do you allow hashtag Hitler was right question, he wrote. Those who celebrate the Holocaust aim to perpetuate another. Stop hate for profit. Baron Cohen was apparently reacting to an anti-defamation league report released Saturday that said more than 17,000 tweets used variations of the phrase Hitler was right between May 7th and May 14th in seven days. That's 7,000 tweets. And Sasha Baron Cohen is the same guy that doesn't like anything about Trump that goes after Dorsey. So it's no longer becoming a Republican thing. Mm -hmm. People are starting to realize the power of Dorsey Mm -hmm. and how one-sided they are. And and that's his homeland, Israel. I mean, you could see how passionate is he about this. How do you not have an algorithm that weeds out references to Hitler being a positive thing? How is that not in place? You know, they have an explanation that they have to make. They have to talk about, where's Dorsey? He hasn't responded to this at all. How can he not say, I cannot believe that this has happened under my watch. we got to get this thing fixed. Nothing. You know what? And you got a few likes from from other celebrity Trump basher. I think Mark Ruffalo. You know, there's a few other celebrities are, another ju- one, are getting yeah. on board as well. But he's another one. It's, it's reprehensible. It's unbelievable, actually. This is a perfect example of why you can't just be uniformly left or right. You kind of have to just use your actual mind. And when you see something wrong, even if you're not a big fan of Trump or Giuliani or whatever the hell it is, when you see something wrong like this, you have to call it out. Like what Jack Dorsey's allowing. That's great. By the way, here's the thing. Let me tell you what I like. I like the fact, what what just happened right now with Sasha Cohen to me is the following. Sasha Cohen officially to me became a true believer that he really doesn't sincerely like the policies on the right, Republican policies, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But he has policies that he also believes in that he wants to impose and is not afraid to ruffle the feathers of the organization that's helping his political party. Moving agendas. Sasha Cohen, to me, falls in the category of a John Stewart. He falls in the category of Bill mm-hmm. Maher to me. He falls in the category of somebody. Tucker Carlson is not liked by Republicans all the time. Just so you know, there's a lot of Republicans yeah. mm-hmm. that hate Tucker, but they like Hannity. They cannot stand Tucker. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing a lot of this taking place, and I think that's exactly what we need today. Yeah, and he addressed something that isn't just politically incorrect, right, that he was offended by. I mean, there are Jews being attacked right now mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, in New York, all over the country, and this is fueling it. He has a legitimate beef. Dorsey has to say something. He literally does. I mean, on the heels of what was going on with Israel and Hamas, you know, for two and a half weeks, um, is unbelievable. And you could just feel the passion in that tweet as well. He's not done. I'm sure he's, you know, what else does he have to do? He's retired Borat. He's not going to be Borat anymore. He said that at the Golden Globes this year. So, you know, maybe he's going to be a political activist. By the way, the Super Chat's going crazy. We're trying to catch up with you here on what's going on. And uh, you guys keep bringing it coming. Uh, 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 there's Yara G, rest in peace to my father, Rafael Guerre, 10-6-43 to 5-23-21. We will miss you and your carefree spirit. Don't cry when I die. Celebrate my life and party. This is Yara G gave 10 bucks. Guess what, Yara? I'm going to give you 20 times. I give him 200 bucks. Make a note wow. of it. Text wow. it to us. What a heartfelt thing right you there. You sound rest like a peace. politician. No, man, I just, I'm not running for nothing. I'm just running for a YouTube channel yeah, here no, right now, awesome. running a business. But You're not running for tax got, collector. I, w- I, want to, I want to call a couple of these guys. One of the guys who was in the Israeli army, if we can get a hold of him, that would mm. be great. Kai, if you can give me his number, if he texts us already. Uh, and I, I wouldn't mind having somebody who is got the argument of Israel to go up against the argument of Palestine. There's a couple people that commented here about that as well. Hank Tide, we are seeing your comments. We'll get to you here in a minute as well as we're going through. So let's continue. Let's continue because... Uh, we have uh, uh, some more topics to go through. Okay, next. 
How about we talk about uh, you said, Tom, you want to which story? The, I said the Fauci Fauci flip flop. Let's go to page nine. Yeah. Let's go to page nine. Fauci bombshell, not convinced COVID-19 developed naturally outside Wuhan lab, the Hill story. Anthony Fauci, the director of NIH, a uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and uh, President Biden's chief medical advisor supporting open investigation of the coronavirus origin, says earlier this month he is not convinced it developed naturally. When asked about whether the virus originally natural, naturally, Fauci said that he wants to look closer into the matter, according to Fox News. I'm not convinced about it. I think we should continue to investigate that what happened in China until we continue to find out to the best of our abilities what happened. Fauci says, speaking to Poli- PolitiFact, Katie Sanders at an event, certainly the people who investigated it said it was likely the emergence from an animal reservoir then, then, uh, that then uh, infected individuals, but it could have been something else, and we need to find that out. So you know mm-hmm. that's the reason why I said I'm perfectly in favor of the investigation that looks into the origins of the virus. He continued, the White House has not prepared evidence to refute the lab leak theory with press. Secretary Jim Paskey saying the Biden administration is concerned that the Chinese government was not transparent from the beginning. Really? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? You know, um, Dr. Fauci, I'm going to say his name right, okay? He loves himself some Fauci, doesn't he? I mean, he loves being on the news. He loves himself himself himself. some Fauci. Um, He loves being on television. He loves being in the news. He loves doing press conferences. So I've got a suggestion for Dr. Fauci. Go on Shark Tank. Launch the Fauci flip-flops. Right? A little pair of shoes. Summer's coming up. Beach. It'd be perfect. He could make millions on it. Here's here's my... And by the way, Kai, check your email. I sent you a little something that maybe we can pull up here in just a second. Fauci flip-flops. You know, Pat... Fauci, Adam, you guys know people like this, right? They're overpaid, and they know it, right? I don't know if there's some sort of phrase for this, but people that know they're not worth the money they're being paid. There are people like that. They're C-suites, you know, people that have, you know, somehow gotten to high-ranking jobs. They know they're really not quite good enough for, not qualified enough for, and they're making big bucks, so they have to seem like they're, they're worth it, justifying it every single day. That's how I look at Fauci. He's the highest paid government employee, numero uno. No one makes more money than him. He's the highest paid. He goes out, he's insecure. Yeah. I can read this guy like a book. He knows he's not as smart as everybody is claiming he is and acting like he is. By the way, when's the last time he treated a patient? If you're going to be the number one doctor in the country, get the stethoscope out. I want to see you in a lab coat. Get under a microscope once in a while. Be a freaking doctor. Okay, not a... By the way, Kai, did you find this? Okay, he's going to pull something up here. I have a new role for, Fauci for Dr. Fauci. So when we're ready for that, Kai, I'll announce what I think Fauci should focus on going forward. Okay, Adam, what are your thoughts? I think when Tom hears the name Fauci, triggers go off. He's just, that's Fauci! And, uh, I don't think he's alone. I don't think he's alone. And I don't think he's alone on the left or the right. Okay. I think a lot of people feel let the me, same let way. Let me say something. I am not pro-Fauci, but I am certainly not anti-Fauci. I think he's had a tough freaking job. I think when this thing manifested in China, there was nothing, anything we've seen like this in 100 years. And he was maybe a little over his head, but I think genuinely he tried to do his best job. When he said back in March, we don't necessarily need masks, he came back and he flip-flopped on that, and that's been held against him for a year now. Turns out, maybe we did need some freaking masks, and he had to— We didn't or we we did? We did, and he had to reverse on that. However, the bigger story here is this. Continue to investigate China. This isn't about Fauci. This is about China at this point. Whether China—whether he's overpaid or whether he's coming out with a new line of flip-flops is freaking irrelevant. What's important here is investigating China. You did an interview with a lady and who came out and basically came out and said, 
I was a scientist working in a lab in Wuhan, and I can tell you conclusively this was invented in a lab in China. And then what happened to that interview, Pat? Yeah, that, that's what's crazy when I did the interview with the lady. What was her name, by the way? She was just on uh, Tucker a couple days ago. She was all over the news. She came out and she talked about, Kyle, you're looking up her name or no? She was all over the news. They were talking about, she says, this is a yeah, man. Remember, remember that? Of course. So we made. interviewed her. Yeah. And yes. the interview in two days got a half a million views. Yeah. Then they took, took it, it down. down. Yeah. And we didn't understand why they took it down. They also took down a Judy Mikovits interview. The big tech Judy, overlords. Judy used to work with Fauci in the mm -hmm. 80s during the AIDS pandemic that was taking place. So, so the biggest challenge I have with Fauci is the following. Fine that you're saying now, yes, we need to look into it. But why is the fact that so many other people said we need to look into it? Why were they censored? Exactly. See, that's the hypocrisy Ridiculed. to me. Mm -hmm. so, so you, how many billions of views was taken down just because people questioned the source of where it came from? How many? Actually, curious, so don't think about that. Yeah. It got to a point that you didn't even want to post videos because they were striking. They were putting strikes on it. They were taking it down. So there's a part of it that a lot of audiences, and by the mm -hmm. way, we look at our content on Valuetainment. We used to get a lot more recommendation than we do. Our views used to be 75% by recommended from another video. That recommended list is pretty much flatlined for mm. us. We don't get recommended anymore like we used to. Valuetainment's list on Valuetainment, we used to be recommended on 75% of our views. 50 to 75% of our views were recommended. We don't have that number anymore. Why? I don't know. I, I'm not speculating. Mm. Yeah. Something's I'm just saying, up with that, yeah. though. I, and by the way, I'm not even going to the point of shadow banning or whatever people want to say. If you do want to do that, go ahead and do that. Hey, audience, you know what I tell about the audience? Get even more on notifications. Share the content even more. That's on you. If you really want to see this stuff being shared, share it even more. Be part mm -hmm. of a group that we need to get this message out there more. I don't think enough people, people are sitting there kind of saying, this content makes sense. Rather than saying, this makes sense, let me share it with 10 people. We need to get the ability to share even more. People need to be willing to share the content more. But that took place to us last year. I kind of sat there and I'm like, Really? Just because somebody said that this could have been from the inside in yeah. China? So the silencing part concerns me. I applaud Fauci for mm -hmm. saying we ought to look into this. Good for you. But he should have said that seven months and ago. And he shouldn't have scoffed right at now. it at, at, on the early Exactly, because when Rand Paul just a couple yeah. months ago asked him the question, he laughed at the idea. He laughed at the idea. Mm -hmm. And now you're changing your position. Look, John Kerry years ago was supposed to be the president. I don't know if you remember or not. Yeah, he, was supposed to be he was supposed to be the president until he got caught, what, flip-flopping. He was the ultimate flip-flopper. Okay, The guy went to, I think he went to Yale. I think he's one of those guys sure. that went to all the right schools. He was about to be the president. He got a lot of heat for what? One minute you're saying this, one minute you're saying that. You're saying this to the audience, you're saying that to the audience. It should have been Bush. He should have been the president. Flip-flopper. Fauci's starting to flip-flop a lot, and people are getting pissed off. Make up your damn mind with this Every kind of situation. Every politician flip-flops, though. But I see that. You're I, just made, hey, I, he just made the, the point. Fauci's a politician. He's not a doctor. He's another member of the cabinet, if you ask me. He is not a doctor. He is He is a doctor. He, no, he literally okay, is I a doctor. I will give him Tom. that. He's as much of a doctor as Doc Severinsen was when he was the leader of the Tonight Show band. No, he is a doctor. I will give him that. Yeah, he went I to mean, medical school. He is a doctor. Okay. But act like one. Okay, be a doctor. Have an open mind. He's acting like a doctor. I disagree. I, mean, I disagree wholeheartedly. You want with him to that. treat he's, patients like no, he's like I don't. some sort I want him to of show dermatologist down the street. Treat a patient. I, if you're going to be the top doctor, I have high expectations for you a little bit more than just going which way the wind blows which is what he does look he's a guy, cabinet member the guy's been the guy again i'm not pro fauci but i'm not anti-fauci like you the guy's been put in a tough position this virus came out of china he's he's been in the how long has he been there through 40 years almost 
Which means Reagan. it's time to go. Okay, granted, I'm just saying he's been through Republican presidencies, Democratic presidencies. He's been around the block. He knows more than most. So, so for someone who's like Rand Paul, who's a yeah. freaking eye doctor, to sit there and try to battle Fauci. Yeah, but time out. Wasn't Rand Paul ultimately right? I mean, what he Was said. He? I don't know. What, well, what, if Rand, Fauci's now agreeing a, a with lot, him, a lot, it's I not think a, Rand it's, Paul's been wrong more than by right. By the way, like, he's still a doctor. Rand Paul, eye doctor. It's not about. It's not, <laughs> a doctor of infectious diseases versus an eye doctor. I'm going to take Fauci's Adam, opinion over yeah, Rand but, Paul. But also, it's a, okay. So fine. But here's here's a question. Here's a question for you. It's not about whether Rand Paul is right or wrong. It's about the fact that what the hell is wrong with questioning anything? I'm cool with that. No, it's not. Then if you are cool with that, Rand Paul is not saying he's right. No, he Rand, is. Rand Paul is asking and questioning. Which is totally fine. Which you can is, totally question. Which you, which you, which you as a person who mm-hmm. is responsible for the world relying on your opinion the world was affected by a virus that came out of China. Do you not think we need to go figure out what the hell happened in China? Do you not think we need to go totally find out agree. what the hell happened in totally China? Agree. Rather than saying it's probably not them. What do you mean it's probably not them? By the way, here's, a, here's another question for you. How much money mm-hmm. is the right amount of money to spend to find out if they actually did this intentionally? How much Whatever money? Whatever it takes. Infinite I'm, amount. That's the point there. Why? Why is it so important? Because it could happen again. Because if yeah. it is true, if it is true, you know what this is called? If this is true? You know what this is called? This is not a gen- this is how many people got killed because of COVID. What's the latest number because of COVID? Millions. It, what is the number? Total death of of I'm COVID. guessing total number three of million. deaths from COVID. COVID total death. Three million. That's my guess. That what's the total number? Uh, uh, not just U.S. worldwide. Let's Two point six million. Two point six million. Yeah. Okay. Do you realize? Uh, a Holocaust. How many people? Six million. Okay. So, I was just Jews. That's the number. In total, it was sure. 10 million, probably. Uh, 20 million. So you've heard 6 million to 20 million numbers. Okay. Armenian genocide. Million people. One and a half million, plus mm-hmm. another half a million Greeks, plus another quarter yeah. million Assyrians, right? The, it, uh, Cambodia. Do you, you want me to keep going? You're going reparations? reparations? Yeah. Is that where you're going with Are this? you kidding me? Yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? If you did this, you need to be held at the highest are you totally kidding me? Agree. So here's what, to, to me, everybody needs to put their money up and say, what the hell happened? Hell and yeah. they need to be held accountable. This is not, people don't, re- by the way, this wasn't even that deadly. This was a 1% virus. If mm-hmm. this was a 5%, do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. If this was, if this, this thing's R-naught score was even higher than what it is. You know what this could have looked like? 20, if 50 the, million, whatever. If the R0 score was higher, okay? Yeah. Which is the the, Sherebid, the, the, the the fact that it spreads faster. If it was higher and more deadly, dude, what are you talking about? Like, a couple of us wouldn't be sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. Do you realize? Like, like, think about it. You're not here right now. I'm not here right now. He's not here right now. He's not here right now. A couple of us wouldn't be sitting here right, right now. So, so the point is, rather than saying it's Trump's fault, this, sir, stop. Where did it come from? Let's go to it. I don't care if it costs money. Let's find out rather than sitting on the sidelines and saying, oh, let's get Biden elected. Oh, let's get Trump elected. Forget about all this politics. What the hell happened? Mm -hmm. Let's get to the bottom of this. All this political games they're playing is getting old. So the fact that Fauci is finally saying we have to find out, great. Put a budget behind it. What's the budget? Let's go. Mm -hmm. If China wants to play ball and they did this, rather than sitting there saying, what are we going to do with uh, the, what do you call it? The, you know, we, we have a lot of import that's coming from there. We have 80% of pharmaceuticals that's coming from there. We have 70% of the chips that are coming from there. Mm-hmm. Really? That's what, so you're going to keep empowering these guys over and over? 
if this is true, this is reparations at the highest level, this is I did it to you and I can get away with it and you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, and they're working on the next one. It's an act of war, no. really. I mean, and, they and need to address it that way. they're actually going to allow people in the country and to investigate. I, what? Point is, yes, we should investigate. <laughs> of course we should. Of yeah. course we should put yeah. a ridiculous budget behind it. Not only the United States, the entire world yeah. should do this. But the question is, is China going to allow people to actually go into the lab, well, let's investigate, just say they question don't. people? Okay, fine. Let's say they don't. Let's, let's say let's say they don't tax that ass. What I'm saying to you, say they don't. Yeah. Okay. Like you know how people say, you know how you, there's cops will go to a house and they say, I know this guy's a murderer, but yeah. you can't go in unless you have a what? A warrant. A warrant. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What if they still don't let you in? What do you got to do? You got to knock down that damn door. And what if you can't do that with China? What do you got to do? Well, you're not going to just if, knock down China's door. Because what is our form of knocking down the door? Spy. What is Pay our people form of knocking? Oh, we're going to have to put uh, taxes sanctions. on that ass all and sanctions, all that. Of course. You have to do it. The world has to do this. It can't just be the United States alone. This has yeah. to be a global coalition to but, say, but I'm sorry. uh-uh, buddy, but we got to come in that door. India's willing to do it. U.S. is willing to do it. Australia's the, willing to do it. Canada's yeah. willing to do it. The, the EU's willing to South do it. South Korea. So put that thing a, together. That's the point. So if that's where we're going, and what I'm saying to you is if Fauci's gotten to this point, mm-hmm. this is great news. <laughs> I like the fact that Fauci's gotten to this point, and I like the fact that the the Spas what's her name Spas uh, Pasky Saki Jen Saki, Saki. Uh, whatever her name is Saki uh, uh, says not transparent from the beginning the ch- that uh, the Biden administration Correct. is concerned that the Chinese government was not transparent from the beginning you know what Bingo. I'm sensing here let me tell you what I'm sensing here right now one the, one of the, one of the things America desperately needs right now desperately needs right now is the following you know what 9/11 did Democrats went and helped chase down Republican kids. Republicans went out and said, hey, Mary, what's going on? I can't find my husband. I'll help you. Let's mm-hmm. go. For, people forgot about it. People, people just said, what do you bleed? Red, white, and blue. Right. Great, let's go. Today in the world, 2.6 million people died. You know what we bleed, all of us? Red. Mm-hmm. It's not red, white, and blue right yeah. now. Let's figure out who the hell was Be behind nice. this. Yeah. How this took yeah. place. Yeah. So, and, and guess what? Anybody, including that virologist that went and said this was a man-made, guess what? Let's listen to them. What's the statement in America when somebody gets charged with a crime? What is it called? Innocent to what? Proven guilty. guilty. Hey, you right. know what? Let's hear what you got to say. You Tell know, us. You know, and now people are basically saying what she said wasn't crazy. I mean, you know, maybe you put that video back up on YouTube. Here's the other thing to follow and watch is you're going to see the mainstream media, you know, echoing these same statements that maybe it was coming out of China. And they're already starting to do it. CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, NPR. They're all kind of doing the same thing when they mocked it and ridiculed it, you know, a year ago. Now they're saying, hey, maybe. Now, here's my problem with Fauci. You know I'm not a big fan, right? I think he's the mascot of the coronavirus. That's literally what I think he is. But here's my problem with him. People take their marching orders and their cues from him. Um, When he comes out with two masks, and he's always got a fearful message. That's what he's always throwing out there. It's gloom and doom. It's never positive. You still see people driving around with masks while they're driving their car. You see people walking outside, no one around them. They have their masks on. Healthy looking people. I saw Chris Paul yesterday wearing a mask when Coach Williams was talking to him. Two days ago, and he's at the side. I'm like, dude, what are you doing wearing a mask when he's about to go in? He's he's playing. He puts his mask on to yeah. sit on the bench. Are you like serious? Post game interviews, they were masking People are up, spitting it's spitting on each other, sweating on each other. And, and that's anyway. my problem with Fauci because he just goes the way the wind blows. But he's got a voice. He's got a megaphone, and people fall for it. You talked about John Stewart. John Stewart has become famous in the last ten years for doing what? Speaking out on behalf of both uh, sides. First responders, yeah. though, from 9/11. Yeah, 9/11. Right? That's right. Yeah. So. I have an idea. What's that? I think there needs to be a global uh, public hearing, a coalition, a, a, a full-on testimonial testifying in front of a world response, global pandemic, uh, Supreme Court type of thing, 
and get out there and have people testify as to what happened globally. Uh, what's the what? Isn't there a global? Uh, what's a the world court? What's it called? Anyone? Uh, by uh, by uh, uh, there's a name for it. Yeah, uh, the global coalition uh, court, no, whatever the hell it is. Something. Whatever it is. By yeah, keep going. People need to get out there and testify, just like that John Stewart does, and he's always in front of uh, Congress testifying on behalf of 9/11. There needs to be a unilateral triglyceride court, whatever the hell the word is. Uh, and the, this needs to be out there. Here's the question. What percentage of this do you think was – percentage, the odds, that it was man-made versus a bat in Wuhan? I'll say 80% or higher. I mean, 80% I think, oh, man-made? Yes, yes, I think China's back there You're laughing at us high? and thinking about the next one that they can unleash. Pat. The, so if I do the call, I have to keep the phone here, right? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, or no, it's going to be on there. Uh, I'm going to say 10%. 10%. Yeah. 10% that it was man-made? But let me tell you what I mean oh. by 10%. Uh, uh, I'm I'm extremely skeptical. So I'm I'm but I'm not a I'm I'm skeptical, but I'm also not convinced it was 100%, you know, mm-hmm. man-made. I'm saying 10%, but to me 10% is still a high number. Yes. I'm not one in 10 chance that this was man-made. Why? I uh, I think honestly, uh uh Trump was negotiating so hardcore with them that they just said, "Watch what we're going to do to you." I think this was a vendetta China had against Trump. And uh, if if that th- is a... if that if that's my ten percent is that though that's my ten percent my ten percent is Trump was getting in the way because all the other politicians had made it easy for China to compete at the highest level and Trump made it very difficult so they said we got we got to get rid of this guy so let's throw a thorn in there and here you know so you're ten percent but Kai what are you percentage it was man made go ahead um probably like five five percent right. you guys percentage man made. Say five two. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna rational go ahead, Sam. What do you got? I- I'm gonna rationalize my eighty percent. No, I said it's at least fifty percent. Fifty percent. Why would we ask li- the audience, guys, percentage that you think it was man made. Tom's at eighty percent, Pat's at ten percent. I'm right around five, ten percent as well. I think eighty percent is okay, aggressive. Time out but be here. aggressive. Time That's out fine. Here. Let me ask you a question. Wouldn't you be more five or ten percent if the timeline was flip flopped? Now government. Fauci, media is all saying it's a very good chance. They weren't saying that at the beginning, and then a year and a half think, later, I they're saying no, it came from a bat. Crazy aggressive, Tom. But that's what's all good. Number? That's your opinion. What's your number? Buddy? I said five to ten percent. Okay, I said yeah, it. That's where I'm at. Let's I'm get at, our audience in there. Yeah, if you're watching this, a lot of people are saying fifty percent. Yuri says fifty percent. Kate Lemon says a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Ryan Gibbs say says a twenty percent. Angry Happy says ninety percent. Uh, uh, Joshua Tomer says 69%. He feels like, I think he's a little single he's, right he's now. He's watching yeah, uh, he's, uh, Elon uh, Musk. Uh. Yeah, so we got a bunch of, by the way, a lot of people are saying on the like on the high end. I haven't seen anybody at 5% or 10%. Everybody's on the high end. Well, it is what it is. Um, that 69% is trending. I think that's going to be the number <laughs> problem. I'm serious. A lot of people are putting 69%. It's, it seems like he started a trend. Okay, so by the way, Anas, a couple people commented, Anas, I see you. I just want you to know, Anas, I see you when it comes down to Israel and Palestine. What I'd like to do is to get, what I'm trying to do is to get a few people from both sides to get on and talk about the topic because I want to hear somebody from the Israel side. I want to hear somebody from Pal- Palestine side, maybe even two and two to put them on to talk about. Let me call somebody here right now. Let me call somebody here right now. So okay. we had, do I leave it in? Does it have to be in? Yeah, you have to leave it in. I don't think it's going to work because if I keep it from all the way there to then make the call. You have to just keep it close to the mic. Yeah. 
I have to keep it in and close to the mic? No, no, no. Then you have no, to keep I'm gonna it do close it this to the way. mic. Yeah, let me see this here. Hang on. We're going to call somebody yalla, yalla. who was a uh, Israeli uh, soldier for eight years. So let's hear. And then Anas. Anas still hasn't texted his number. Anas, can you text me your number? Can you text me your number? Let me see here. All right. So Steve Levitz. Let's see. Is this Steve? Yes. Steve, how are Mr. you? Mr. Patrick, how are you, my friend? I am doing very good. So, Steve, so you said you were in the Israel Army for eight years? Yeah. I'm the one that sends you the, the toys for your family every Christmas. Oh, man, you're so amazing. I appreciate that, brother. Thank, Thank you so much you. for doing that. The kids appreciate Thank it as well. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, so tell us, what do you think about what's going on with Israel and Palestine? You were in the Israeli Army for eight years. Obviously... This is a very, very uh, heated debate on, debate on both sides. Folks from Palestine have strong opinions. Folks from Israel have strong opinions. What are your thoughts about what happened there? Okay, my thought is the fact, you know. I'm sorry, my English is not the best, but I've been there for, I, I lived there for 35 years. Now I live in Orlando, but I was there for eight years. People doesn't understand. I hate when people say, they see the news and they say, oh, free Palestine, free Israel. People have no clue what's going on. We're treating the Arab better than anyone else. If Hamas will literally control the Gaza and they will take over whatever they dream to take over Israel, yeah. the Arab will suffer like nobody ever understand that. People don't understand how we give. We give them water, electric, they work with us. I actually know the language. I work with them. I have millions of Fred Arab. And they even understand that. The Israeli Arab especially, they understand what's going on. If the Hamas will take over, they are done. They treat them, they beat them in the street, they do whatever they want. You cannot go without, you know, the cover on the head, they will beat you. You cannot, it's like, they're going to make it like Iran, which you know better than anyone. People doesn't understand how moral, I never hit no Arab for no reason. I never shot no one for no reason. People doesn't understand what's going on there. They're all about blood. They're going behind school. They're shooting so we can shoot the kids and they can shoot it in CNN. It's unbelievable what's going on. Unbelievable. I'm like, I'm in shock. People just throwing memes and social media, free Palestine. They have no clue what's going on. Are you saying that the Hamas believes in Sharia law? 100%. Okay. 100%. Continue. Did you have a follow-up? I just wanted to see if that's what he was yeah, trying to say. And and by the way, 100%. can you unpack that? Unpack that for us and the and the listeners. Okay. So so for example, if you go now to uh, let's say Gaza or Jericho, whatever, okay. Yeah. And uh, just for example, you're gonna ask a father with four kids. Yep. Let's say you have two boys and two girls. Mm -hmm. We ask him how many kids you have. You know what I will say? What? Two. He will never say four. They don't count the girls. They treat them like garbage. They treat them just to clean the house, to have babies, and that's it. They don't have a state. They don't have a war. They don't have nothing. People don't get it. They believe in Sharia because they also that's how they take the taxes. That's how they take their money. And people that need... I was in Gaza, just Gaza, for one year and eight months. I was four months of them undercover. What I saw there, it's unbelievable. The hate they have, the blood that they... they it's un I wish I wish I can just like a YouTube my time on the army, which wasn't bad. Steve, do you mind? Do you mind if I three way Anasin, who is on the complete yeah. opposite side, because yeah. he's got some strong opinions, and see if the rest of us can just listen to the two of you guys uh, have a discourse here? Is that okay with you? Hundred percent. Okay, yes. Anas, I'm about to call you, folks. Hang tight. I'm trying to get Anasin. Uh, give me a second here, Anas. Thank you for your patience. Let me see if I got the number one nine two nine. I two three one six three zero eight. Here we go. And who was Anas exactly? 
I don't know who Anas is. Okay. I don't know who Anas is. Uh, Anas has got the complete opposite opinion okay. than what Steve has. Anas, can you hear us? Yes, I hear you very well, Patrick. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. I appreciate you. I'm on a three-way UN. Hang tight for me. Did you hear the comment Steve made? Yes. Yes. Okay, so before, hang on. Before you bring in Steve, Anas, give us your bio real Wait, quick. Wait, let me bring Steve because okay. it doesn't matter. They got to know each other anyway. So yeah. uh, uh, so at this point, we know Steve's background is he was in the Israeli Army for eight. So, so, uh, so Steve, can you take 30 seconds and give us your background once again? You said eight years in the Israeli Army. Tell us a little bit more again. Okay, yeah, I was eight years. I joined the Army when I was 18. In Israel, you have to be three years in the Army. But I signed more and I became an officer for eight years. I was almost two years in Gaza and the rest on uh, Ramallah, all the Arab area. Uh, I was a commander for 150 soldiers. And I can guarantee you that we are the most moral army ever. We okay. give them food. We give them everything. We treat them good. They're working with us. Uh, Perfect. Anas, can you give us your back? Steve, thank you for that. Anas, give us your okay. background before so you guys can go into... I'm Palestinian-American. Uh, I was born in this country. I was raised in Palestine for a year. So unfortunately, your guest, I think he's kind of misinformed about a few things. So number one, so number one, I'm going to be respectful here because he was respectful. So I'm going to be respectful. For example, we treat our daughters and sons the same way. My family have a lot of daughters in our family. And my uncle, he says that he likes his daughters more than his uh, sons. So I think that has to talk about Palestinians, number one. But number two, I want to say something important, Patrick, is that... As a Palestinian, as a Muslim, for, for, uh, for, for more and foremost, as a Muslim, I condemn killing civilians because in Islam, we're not allowed to kill civilians. It's in the Sharia law. Uh, if someone, someone could read the Sharia law, it says in Islam that we're not allowed to kill civilians no matter what. And I want to tell this y younger man here, that if, uh, 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 this uh, gentleman here, because you know he's a good man, he's educated, I hope, is that uh, the, 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 the Palestinians, they elected uh, Hamas. Because there was elections in Palestine. There was no elections recently because Israel and the American government and uh, the, the Fatah party doesn't want to allow for elections. And if we look at the last war, because we say that Israel is the most moral army in the world. How you know how many kids died, Pat? Now, like, I don't care if it's an Israeli kid or Palestinian kid. A lot of kids died. It, 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 you know how many kids got trauma? And they say, oh, Hamas, they put the rockets there. Hamas put the rockets there. Can we see the evidence, please? I've been asking the Israeli you know, media and army to show us the evidence that if there is rockets in the buildings, show it. But no, they didn't show it. They just used the, the, the planes to punish the Palestinians for voting for Hamas, but, and because they can't get to Hamas. Hamas is in the tunnels, and Hamas, they're fighting face-to-face. -face. If Israel wants to really destroy Hamas, go into Gaza. Go into Gaza and be men and go fight one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, anyway, if I have to stay on, on topic, because I'm, I'm Palestinian, I want to give you our side. As a Palestinian and as a Muslim, I'm going to say I'll take. I condemn the Armenian genocide and what happened in 1915. Many Armenians were taken in by Palestinian, Lebanese, and Syrian families who took the Armenians in. And, and we have to be, you know, straight here. Israel was built on Palestine. 531 villages was destroyed. 11 cities was destroyed. Yaffa, Haifa, Akka, Tiberias, Nazareth, and, uh, Nazareth, all these cities are in today. Israel were once part of Palestine. And there were Palestinians who, were, who lived there. And they were kicked out of their lands. And this whole conflict started when the Israeli army, quote unquote, the most moral army in the world, stormed Islam's third holy site. Can you imagine if a Muslim army stormed uh, the Vatican or stormed uh, Orthodox Christian Church? How would the world react? Can you imagine how, how would the world react if the Turkish army stormed the Orthodox or Greek Church and they desecrated it? Uh, so let's be uh, straight here. Let's be uh, balanced here. Now, I'm going to say on tape. 
if Hamas kills civilians, I condemn that 100%. I condemn killing civilians 100%. Because the rockets that they have, because Iran provides them weapons, but these rockets are not, uh, whatchamacallit, they're not accurate. And plus, Hamas warned them twice. They said, if you keep touching Al-Aqsa and evict Palestinians from their houses, we're going to respond. And Israel didn't uh, heed the warning, and Hamas responded. Now, me, I'm not, I'm not he's here pro-Hamas or anti-Hamas. Me, I'm here for the, what, what the Palestinian people want. The Palestinians have been, Gaza's under a blockade, man. They can go in or out. There are many smart Palestinians in this world. There are many, there are many, smart, there are many smart Palestinians in this world that, that are engineers, lawyers, filmmakers, all this stuff. And they can't go with, with the full potential because Israel is putting a blockade on Gaza. And we're not allowed to have our own businesses in our own state, Pat. But let me ask you a question. If New York or, or Los Angeles was under a blockade, because because the, the people chose Donald Trump and Russia and China put America under blockade and they counted the calories that came in this country. How would America react if someone came to your house, Pat, and said, this is my house and it's my house and because God said, well, how would you react, Pat? This is, you have the right. America gave you a second amendment right to defend yourself. The Palestinians are practicing the rights that God gave them, that Allah gave them, the second amendment rights to, to, to defend their land, defend the West Bank, defend the, our holy sites. Okay, and, and, and it's clear. Let me be very clear about something. If anybody in America attacks a Jew for no reason, even if he's from my own people, even if he's an Arab or a Muslim, I will beat the crap out of him and defend that Jew's rights because I'm I'm a Muslim. I, I gotta say something. I gotta say something. Yeah. We got lucky here, but yeah. uh, uh, Steve, I'm gonna come to you in a second, folks. If you're yeah. listening in, we are probably the luckiest people to have gotten this to. Because you're both sounding, obviously there's some emotion behind you, but you're both mm -hmm. being reasonable yeah. and respectful mm -hmm. to one another. I appreciate that. That's the Vaitaman type of style. Steve, I want to hear your response to what Anas just it. said. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. Okay. First of all, I think he's talking about misinformed. I don't know where you're from in Palestine, which area you call Palestine. West Bank. West Bank. West yeah, Bank. Okay, West Bank. Yeah, I think there are many years, but... When you say Arab doesn't, just, just for example, if Israel were very mean, like everybody tried to, we can operate Palestine in a second. We try never to shoot. We're telling everybody where the Hamas. You know, if I, God forbid, shooting, uh, let's say I have 20 kids around me, and I will mm -hmm. shoot your house, you wouldn't say, oh, there is kids be behind Steve. I'm not going to shoot him. You will freaking shoot me as much as you can to protect your kids. So when they go into kindergarten and everything, and they're shooting us, don't think that we're going to say, oh, wait, what are we going to do? There is kids, because that's what you guys want to show. And second of all, Hamas didn't be, not, not been elected freely. I mean, you have to be very naive to think that Hamas been elected freely. Nobody really asked a, a Palestine who to vote. You know, it's everything. It's 99% vote for Hamas because that's how it's going to work. And Fatah was supposed to come now to election, and that's why uh, whatever his name is, Mazen, whatever, he did all yeah, because... Abbas, yeah, because he wanted yeah. to, he, he didn't want to have election because he will be lose, 100% he will lose. That's why I, agree, I agree 100%. I agree with you 100% that, that that's, that's what he did. That is a distraction like uh, a lot of politicians. Yes, you know, that's funny, Patrick, what's ironic? Tell me. That all the leaders, the Hamas thinking that selling all the kids to die, you think I care about, I don't care about kids dying? Yeah. But you know who, where they are? They're all in Vegas, they're all in Dubai. They're not even there. They just said, go die for Palestine. Go buy more buses than Israel. Brother, with all the respect, the leaders of Hamas are in Gaza right now as we speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leader of Hamas in Dubai, okay. Habibi. Habibi. Habibi, Habibi. I assure you, I bet you $1 million. Hamas yeah, you go to bet me. Trust me. And that $1 million. Trust me, million. Not not million. Million. Uh, 
<laughs> well, listen, gentlemen, I appreciate you for your time. This was great. Here's what we're doing. Gang. Why don't you put the link in the description? I know. Put it in the description. The audience, if they want it, they can follow. Here's what I'm going to be doing for both of you guys. Gang, if you watch this and you enjoyed Stephen and us, click that subscribe button. Steve, you gave us uh, 99 bucks and 99 cents. I'm giving you 10 times back. You're getting $1,000 for uh, doing what you did. And Anas, you gave 20 bucks. I'm giving you 10, 10, 10 times back to that as well. You guys were class X. Appreciate you guys. Take care, guys. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Yeah. Well How done. Awesome well done. How awesome Amazing. was that? Lot How passion, awesome was that? A lot of passion, man. Just great. intelligence, and great perspective. Folks, if you love this, smash the thumbs up on that. I thought that was class act. And mm -hmm. give uh, uh, Steve and Anas uh, some love uh, uh, on the commentary. We're probably going to bring those guys back. The way they Should. give us their update, we're mm -hmm. probably going to bring bring them back. Okay. Any takeaway from yeah, what he I said? Yeah, I think that's what Valuetainment's all about. Two reasonable people with polar opposite perspectives having a conversation. And you being the moderator and us all listening and hearing what the perspectives were. I got to give it up to Steve and Abbas. What was his name? Anas. Anas. Uh, total respect. Yeah. And you have someone who's Palestinian, who had a perspective he said he's American, so maybe he didn't really spend a lot of time in Gaza. One year. He said Announced. one year. One year, yeah. And you have somebody who's spent 35 you know, years, 35 eight years in the military, I speaks say, the language. I will say there is a big difference between the West Bank yes. near Jerusalem yeah. versus Gaza. That's which why he is asked on, the question. Okay, yeah. exactly. And uh, 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 Gaza is a lot worse than the West Bank. And I will say on behalf of, uh, Steve said this, he said, we could uh, annihilate the Palestinians, if we wanted to, in one second, which is true, which is true. I sent you something about that. I don't know if you saw yeah. what, uh, yeah. what uh, my Farid friend Fareed Azhar. Yeah. Israel has the most powerful army. This tiny little country the size of Delaware has the most powerful army in the entire Middle East. More per capita, more powerful than Iran, more powerful than Saudi Arabia. They could destroy Palestine. They could, but they don't. On, on, the, on the flip side... They do have a moral obligation, Israel being uh, a democracy, people that believe they try to be a shining light in the city of a hill, like much like America, yep. in the Middle East. They do have a moral obligation to humanize the people of Gaza. Steve, Steve said um, that they do not hold free and fair elections. I agree with that. I do agree that, that uh, especially in the West Bank, uh, Mahmoud Abbas has been uh, there for 15 years. Yeah. He has not had to face a re-election. There's a lot of corruption going on, especially in Gaza. A lot of corruption. But Israel, being the shining light in the Middle East, should do their best to have moral authority over it. Here, here's where I come out with Steve. That perspective was unbelievable. Somebody in By the, the trenches. Steve's going to be back. Steve and uh, they, they, They're going to be back. You know, and here I'll say this. You know, I love all people that are peace loving. Yeah. Right. I think most people are in that, that camp. Mm -hmm. I like Palestinians. I love Israelis. The whole thing. The wild card here is Hamas. <clears throat> right. And I think if you listen to Steve, that's what he's talking about. This is a terrorist faction that that fights very, very unfairly and dirty. And that's who you know is causing most of the problem. I I think Palestinians and Israelis could live. You know, a little bit more peacefully than people mm -hmm. give them credit for. But when you have the wild card factor like Hamas, and that's where you hear the, the the passion and it really coming in because they, when you see the stuff probably that Steve's seen, and he hasn't told us, you know, probably yet a fraction of what he knows. But it, it's unbelievable when you get uh, the perspective from somebody on the ground. Awesome, I agree. By the yeah. way, Julie Swanson just said, 
Uh, this is fantastic. Wow, how lucky for us to hear this. Julie, I agree mm-hmm. with you. She gave $5. We're going to give 10 times back, which is $50 to Julie. Amazing. So far, how many people have we given 10 times? Uh, We've six, given seven? a lot of money. We've given away a couple thousand yeah. dollars so far already. We are already. not saving that Listen, money today if, on the PVD podcast. You, if you post a yeah. super chat that we comment on or we like, yeah. I'm going to give you 10 times back what your super chat is. You give 10? Right. Uh, Steve just gave 100. We give him 10 times back yep. $1,000. Yeah, Go ahead, what, what time do we, or what, uh, when do we send them the tax form for the 60% tax <laughs> that they have to pay on that? That'll be That's coming out next. We'll get that right out to you guys. Go ahead, buddy. I want to, was it Anas? Anas, I want to yes. say one thing to, to Anas yeah. out of respect. He said, uh, we are peace-loving people. You know, they said that uh, according to Sharia law, yeah. there's a lot of Jews being attacked. We saw it in New York. We saw it in LA just because they're Jewish. And he said, I would tell my brethren, what the hell you're doing? I'll beat the crap out of my own Arab friends, yeah, Muslim cool. friends. I was impressed they, with I, that. Okay, mm-hmm. that is the type yes. of attitude we need. I totally Like agree if with I had you. Jewish friends that were going around and beating the crap out of whoever, I would think, what the frick is the matter with yeah. you, bro? Get it together. Yeah. That's the type of attitude you need to be talking to your own people about. So respect to him about that. I, I think you can get him in studio. Well, aren't they both in Florida? One's in Orlando. Uh, no, I think Anas is in Orlando. Yeah. I gotta tell you, Steve's, yeah. Steve's a long time. Steve's so good to me. Yeah. I mean, he he's a sends class you Christmas act. gifts. He's such a nice guy, man. I mean, it's like this guy. The, the, the class is something else, man. There's some entertainers out there that mm-hmm. are so respectful about yeah. what we do. He's definitely in that category. Respect. Okay, let's talk about Navy. Okay, Navy says it's charting a new course after rash of problems. This is a very interesting story Page. because it's six, because it also has to do with China and how China's Navy is slowly becoming very, very strong. So Navy says it's charting a new course after rash of problems. This is a Fox News story. Embarrassing photos of rusty ships online have underscored delays in maintaining warships made worse by the pandemic. The Navy's trouble have caused delays and cost of billions of, billions of dollars. They come as tensions are growing in South China Sea. Russia's Navy is emboldened. Iranian speedboats are harassing vessels in the Persian Gulf. The Navy fleet currently falls shy of 300 ships despite a stated goal of 355 ships. The Chinese fleet now outnumbers the U.S. Navy. Let me say that one more time. The Chinese fleet officially outnumbers the U.S. Navy, and the most expensive ship in the Navy history, meanwhile, is the newest aircraft carrier, the USS Gerald Ford. It has had problems with the system that launches jets and the elevators that moves weapons, amongst other things. It was supposed to cost $10.5 billion, but the price tag has risen to $13.3 billion, and four weapon elevators are still not finished, and the reliability of key systems is low, says Republican Senator Jim uh, chairman and ranking member of the Armed Service Committee. What do you think about this with China and Navy? I'll say on the surface, this is very embarrassing. Yeah. Like, this isn't like a, 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 a headline where you're like, uh, yeah, this is great. Congratulations. Yep. This is actually embarrassing. Yep. But this will go back to your initial point of maybe it's time to update the type of warfare that we're investing in. Right. You talked about that we have 800 military bases, military bases around the yeah. world. China has one in my favorite city in the world, that booty. Djibouti. And Djibouti, my bad. Yeah. And the maybe, just maybe, it's time for us to take a step, step back and realize, all right, maybe we don't need all this. Maybe we need to reinvest and allocate that money into something a little more modern rather than your typical traditional assets. So maybe this is a pause and reset for the U.S. Navy. Just maybe. You know, the one thing that steps out for me that scares me a little bit, you know, usually I want to get too caught up because, you know, they have more, they have a billion people. They're going to have more military members than we do, just sheer numbers. But 
is it the whatever's going on off the coast of Japan and in that area where that's a very very volatile area with the islands that they're going to be eventually tussling over that's the South China Sea. Uh, yeah, yeah, everybody has to take that very very seriously. So if you're talking about the Chinese Navy, I immediately go to that, and, and, and there's a legitimate threat there. So you know, is it going to be a submarine battle? Is it going to be two warships going at it? Probably not. You know, the the war will be fought differently, but that's a that's an area that kind of scares me. So if you're talking about the Navy and their dominance and the importance that China's putting into it, I think of that region because we can't agree on anything. We just fight amongst ourselves in this country. China knows exactly who their enemy is every single day. I agree. As, as being, a, being an army guy, do you have any thoughts on the Navy? Or? I, I, think, I think I look at China as being so strategic that mm. I ask myself, why, why, what is China doing investing in the Navy? Like, mm. why are they having so many fleets? Of, what, what, what for? Is it because, you know, uh, uh, the surrounding nations? Is it because of in case something happens at Suez Canal, is it because U.S. has ships out there and they're not comfortable about it? Is it what, mm -hmm. What's their motive? Why ships? So, because, you know, when, you, when you're, uh, uh, say you're playing a video game, and so one guy, and you know how you go out there and you're uh, playing one of those race games, right? And it says, you have this much money. Do you want to invest it into a nicer car, into turbo, into a better suspension, into better tires, into better whatever, right? So you buy turbo, and all of a sudden a guy comes in, who's a 10-time uh, champion, whatever, and he buys wheels. You're like, why wheels? Well, he's buying wheels for a reason, because wheels, if you get better, t let's just say tires, it's going to stick better, so you're going to have better handling. While you may have turbo and you may crash, but mm -hmm. I'm going to have better in the turns. So there's a reason sure. why he's picking. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to see why is China investing so much money in their Navy? If they're doing it, there's got to be a reason. They're, they're very methodical in what they do. They don't yeah. just invest into anything. Look at the military base. They have one foreign military base around the world. What for? They're sitting there saying, we can use that money for military base better mm -hmm. by doing it in a different way. So if they're putting it into Navy and U.S. is sitting and falling behind China, there's got to be something let, they have to let be let concerned about. Let me ask you a about. question. Yeah. Obviously, we talk about China a lot on the show. I mean, this is something we talk about and everything that's going on. And, hey, you better watch out. Hey, you better watch out. China's doing this. China's beating us in this. Better watch out. Freaking China. In your opinion, what's a China's Achilles heel at this point? What are they not seeing? What are they slipping on that? You, you want me to give you my? Uh, yeah, I, your opinion. If the world unites, China's in trouble. I think that's their Achilles heel. If the world unites, China's in trouble. If the world realizes they don't, if the world finds a different place to produce chips, if the world produce, uh, finds a different place to produce mm -hmm, the 80% mm -hmm. of pharmaceutical, if the world finds a different place to produce the AC, the, everything that they produce over there, if the world realizes they don't need China and that shifts from China to India, China's screwed. Yeah. By the way, China, India has more resources, more natural resources. India has the same amount of people, give mm -hmm. or take 100 million less. India is the education is getting better with the, the engineers that produce them, with the tech, with the direction they're going into. India's got a lot of stuff. Now, obviously, they're a decade behind China, maybe even two decades behind China, and they don't have the same infrastructure at China. Maybe not two decades, but they don't have the infrastructure mm -hmm. that China has. But if all of a sudden the world gets behind India instead mm -hmm. of getting behind China, I don't think China's going to be happy. I think secretly China's afraid of the world uniting, and China's afraid of the world leaning and giving the yeah. business to India instead of giving yeah. it to China. Yeah. I don't think they like that. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think the threat for China is within, and it's all about the economy. And, and, you know, China is ahead of India right now because they stole all our secrets. I mean, that was part of their strategy. They look at what we do, and they copy it. I think we could help India close that gap pretty quickly. Like, if we collaborated with them with our, breath, yeah. our best and brightest and, you know, help them advance technology, you know, with everything that they're doing— 
look, I, and they have a much, much more progressive leader in that country that's uh, an ally of ours. So in Modi, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, listen, that's what I would say. I think they, if if the if they think that for a second the world is looking at India and bro- break, doing deals with India, mm-hmm. they're they're not happy about it. Well, it's not just India. It's Taiwan. Taiwan. I get that, it's but the India's... Philippines. It's uh, Vietnam. It's uh, Cambodia. Everything in the I don't South China everybody. Sea, Japan. Yeah, all of that is fine. Yeah. and I'm, I'm with you there. But India could be India is the big dog, direct threat. Yeah, a direct threat. Look who they took shots at on Weibo. They, they took shots at India when India had the COVID stuff taken. Mm-hmm. They did 400,000 right. cases a day yeah. for seven days. They took shots at India. They made fun of India. Yeah. The politicians yeah. at the top made fun of India. Who, who do people typically make fun of? Their number one competitor. Exactly. Yeah. People that are in their head. That's you know? in their head. Mm-hmm. I think India's in the head of China. And I may be wrong. Obviously, Ch- India has come out and banned a lot of uh, the social platforms. TikTok. A exactly. hundred different yes. apps have been uh, deplatformed yeah. in so India. India and China, Look, they're, when, they're, they're headed have, for a collision course. When you have a billion people, you have power. I mean, you just do. So we'll see. And there's only two, two countries, countries that have that. So mm-hmm. th- th- there's a direct... Uh, battle going on for that. Anyway, say hey, let's do a fun uh, story here. Disneyland is about to introduce a hundred dollar sandwich. Okay, Kai, if you want to pull up the picture here, <laughs> if you have it, Disney is introducing a hundred dollar sandwich. So when I heard this story, I said, "You got to be kidding me!" Disneyland's introducing a hundred dollar sandwich. It's a Fox Business story. Yes. What's the sandwich look like? So here's what it is. Real quick, we'll spend two minutes on this. Disney Resort will come out uh, uh, soon, and they're opening up Anaheim, California. Resort will have a new panini sandwich that will be debuting when Avengers Campus opens at Disneyland Adventures on June 4th. The sandwich has an eye-popping price tag of $100. To be fair, the sandwich is meant to be eaten by more than one person. So what's in the sandwich that costs this much money? It comes with salami, rosemary ham, provolone, and sun-dried tomato spread on toasted focaccia and uh, focaccia. And can feed up to eight people. The sandwich will also be available in single serving of 15 bucks. Can we see what the sandwich looks like? Can you imagine a $100 sandwich in Disneyland? It does look It's delicious. a panini. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'm so – at this point, I'm getting hungry. hungry. It's 1030. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought that was a quick story. Yeah. Pat, Any I'm thoughts lo- on that? Yeah, I have some thoughts. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to their four. Very controversial story here. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to their $435 chicken nugget. I mean, I heard that is amazing. <laughs> they also have a $200 hot dog bun. But here's my favorite, the $130 parking fee. Oh, wait, they already have that. You know, mm. it totally makes sense. Is it sen- really $130 well, it's all, It feels like that when you go there. How much is it, actually? You know, I'm actually what, curious. Can I give everybody the secret to do at Disney? Yes. You learn this tell when us, you live down us. there. Go to downtown Disney, right, where the bars are, you know, where the restaurants are. Valet. Right. Okay. And then just go in and have a drink before you walk into Disneyland, so you can dilute the pain a little bit that you're going to feel walking around with your kids for the next couple hours. That's our strategy: valet park, drink before you go in, and then it makes it a lot more enjoyable. By the way, I think it's a brilliant idea to have a hundred dollar sandwich because it takes the sting off the increased ticket prices, the twelve dollar bottle of water. It just skews perspective. How much is tickets right now, Disneyland? Probably what a hundred? I would imagine. Maybe even more, bro. Yeah. I mean, they got to make up for some lost time. Anybody knows? Kai, do you have an idea or no? Adam, you I know you're big on that. So are you, you got Disneyland ticket prices or no? I'm saying 150 bucks. That's yeah, what, yeah. what is it, by the way? I'm actually curious at this point. I think it's like 159 bucks wow. if you ask me. I don't know why I think it's 159 There it is. Okay, 104 It's the prices for a number of days. No. One day is 104 What are you looking at? It's one day, tier five, one park per day. 
Okay, $104. Okay, not a bad price, if you ask me. Not a, $98 a child. Okay, that's what's expensive right there, but $98 Ooh, a child. You got a couple kids? Well, I'll tell you what, I'd rather do a $72 haircut than a $100 sandwich wow. any day of the week. Wow. Would you really, though? Yeah. So you mean to tell me you wouldn't want to have a $100 panini with Kai, with Paul, <laughs> with Mario, with Eric? Would, you wouldn't want to do that with your boys. That's a man witch right That's there. That's a man witch right <laughs> yeah, there. All I'm right, good so, on that. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Tim Cook defends Apple in Blockbuster Fortnite trial. It has nothing to do with money. Page five if you want to go to it. So this was going on a few months ago, but the story's back. He was in court this week in his first ever court appearance as CEO of Apple on Friday. Tim Cook sought to defend the tech giant from allegations that it abuses its market power by touting it as a principal company with an obsessive focus on users, the iPhone maker's chief executive took the stand to wrap up Apple's case on its highest profile antitrust trial with Epic Games. At the center of the lawsuits is Fortnite, the highly, hugely popular video game made by Epic that was kicked out of Apple's App Store last summer by for flooring, flouting uh, uh, Apple's rules of digital payments by establishing its own system. Apple gets 30% cut of many in-app Purchases on iOS devices and does not allow alternative payment solutions. Fortnite removal from the App Store prompted Epic to sue Apple. Apple is focused on doing what's best for users rather than any financial benefits, Cook said. When asked by Epic, Epic's lawyer whether Apple is considering the revenue in excess of $100 million in commissions it receives from Epic and Fortnite, he said, the user is caught between two companies. It has nothing to do with money. Do you agree? Let me tell you something. Yes. Anytime someone says, this is an old adage, everyone knows this. Anyone someone says, money. it's not about the money, it's about the mother flipping money, okay? It always is. Yeah. There it is. It's about the I'm money. Gonna, I'm going to make a prediction, and as we all know, my predictions are never wrong. <laughs> Who predicted that Trump would, be stay, would be, uh, stay off Facebook? I have a hot winning streak right now. Here's my next I'm one. Gonna oh, have to check your, I'm going to have to okay. check. Uh, win streak. <laughs> streak. Yeah. It's recent. Okay, well, you know, Z I'm, I'm a front runner. Don't even get me started uh, on, on Zenner's predictions. Apple is winning this lawsuit 100%. It's over. They're in closing arguments right now. There's no way they lose. Apple wins 100%. By the way, that was the first time Tim Cook has ever appeared in court as the CEO of Apple. Here's what I think he should do. I think he should do uh, an, an NFT on his appearance in court, sell that sucker to cover any court costs in case things do go it's sideways. Like you know what? I'm going to give you my personal opinion on this. It's not based on anything about this court case. I hope Fortnite loses. I don't like them. I don't like companies that build their games to get kids addicted, and that's what they do. So I got a problem with them. I want Apple to win. Now, let me okay. ask you this. Let me ask you this question. Would Dash be upset with that comment? Hell no, because A, he's never going to play it. Has he, has he played Fortnite? Never. Though? He's never played Fortnite. Oh my Fortnite. God, he will not be allowed Tell to play. Tell me why not. Because Tell we don't allow him to play games. What if he's 28 years old? Well, know. then I won't. You, know. you don't know what Dash is. going to be 28 <laughs> We met Dash. He was walking around. The, when we met Dash, he was walking around the streets doing whatever Free. he wanted to do freely, yeah, dude, freely. Free. Ten-year-old kid just walking the streets of Manhattan Beach. You don't think he's going to his homie's house playing video games? Don't tell my dad. Tom Zenner's a stickler for me, not being able to do this. You, Tom, you know this. You prevent your kid from doing something. He's going to do it on wait. the low. I cannot wait to see. And how old is he right now? Thirteen or fourteen? He's twelve. He's twelve. I can't wait the next eighteen years. To see the list of girlfriends Dash is gonna have, mm -hmm. I'm actually being serious with you. I already I got ten. No, no, no. But I'm I'm looking for when he's 18. 
I want Tom's gonna say, Patty, you wanna see Dash's latest girlfriend? <laughs> Send me the picture. I'm like, I'm not, you know I believe what, it. You know what I'm worried about? I believe it. I'm making a prediction. Yeah. Here it is. Dash, don't listen to this podcast. When, it's not when, good for you. When you got double D connecting, you got Dash and Dilly Boy over there connecting. Ooh, Dash and Dylan. Dilly got a scar that's a, this that's week. That's a difficult duo right Dilly there. Dilly got a scar this oh, week. You know what Dilly did to me last night? He says, Dad, look at this. I can raise one of my eyebrows. And he started doing one. He started doing one. Just like and you lock. have to see how yeah, he yeah. does it. He's I don't know. I'm yeah. like, where'd you pick it up from? He says, No, I was looking at the mirror, Dad, and I can raise only one of my eyebrows. Look at the way I do smooth, it. Smooth. It goes like this. It's I gotta post it yeah. to see it. It's that smooth. Smooth but, dude. Hey, we're, we're all we, in favor of our kids having more friends with private jets. So I hope they can get together very soon. I, I Shana promise will love you, that. Dash, I guarantee you. Dash and Dylan yeah. will get yeah, along yeah. just fine because <laughs> two little pimps. They're, they're wired. We, the same we also way. have a friend that can do the little eyebrow thing. Her name is Caroline. She did the uh, eyebrow. Oh, she can do it as well. She, she's, she, right. she was giving uh, Vanessa the the, well, the, I heard, the one I heard, eyebrow. I heard thing. she beat you in ping pong, which which was like she's she's a she's, she's a liar. She's a full on liar. She's a. I heard that you were oh considering my. cutting off your thumb in order to beat me in ping pong. No, it's not the thumb. It's the index finger. That it's, it's, it's this, finger. this finger gets in the way. This whole time, I thought it was the thumb. This whole time, it was your index finger. All right, maybe we got to go live. Maybe we got to go best out of five, and we go live, and I'll everybody sees it. to see who's okay. a better ping pong player. Let me do the play by play. That would you be know, I get five points, but I get five points. Ooh. I start off with five zero, and then we go. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. Actually, actually down You're gonna cut off your finger. You're though? actually better than me by five points. Would you agree? I'd it's say it's four, sixteen I'd say four to okay, five. Okay, four points, to yeah. five points. All right, this is sixteen twenty one, seventeen twenty one. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. But okay, so next story. Next story. Do we want to do the? Netflix story or the KGB story? Which story do you want to go to? How about we talk about the buying home pack? Go to page three. Go to page three. Go to page three. This is good because the real estate people are going to love this one. They're going to oh, be like, yeah, well, no. yes, this is why you got to buy a house right now. Yeah, right. To all the realtors out there, this is a story for you. People are panic buying homes as prices skyrocket around the world. A CNN business story. House prices have soared even as the world suffered. It's worst slump since the Great Depression. From New Zealand to United States to Germany, China, Peru, the same phenomenon has taken hold. Home prices are skyrocketing and many buyers are panicking. Amongst the 37 wealthy countries that make up the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, real house prices rose by almost 7% between the fourth quarter of 2019 and the fourth quarter of 2020, the fastest year-on-year growth in the past two decades. In the United States, the number of sales existing homes reached the highest level in 2020 since 2006, according to the National Association of Real, uh, Real, Realtors. House prices rose 9% in 2020 and have continued to climb with the median price of existing home hitting a historic high of $329,100 in March. In one staggering example of how frenzied the house market has become, the realtor Ellen Coleman received 76 all cash offers on a $275,000 fixer upper in suburban square foot home sold $460,000 Washington, D.C. within three days of listing the property. Let me say this one more time. 76 all cash offers on a $275,000 fixer upper in D.C., the four-bedroom 1,800-square-foot home sold for $460,000, a 70% increase on asking price. Ridiculous. So, so this was a two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars fixer upper sold for four sixty. Yeah. 
Which the the amazing That's thing insane. about that is you could understand it for a twenty million dollar house, right? Because you got a billionaire yes. buying it, and they yes. don't care what's a few extra All these million. Billionaires. But look at this thing. Too this is this them. is a conservative house. You know, this is nothing yeah. fancy. Yep. What's the value going to be if the market tanks for them? That was quite a risk. And by the way, my sister and brother in law are moving to D.C., so I hope they can find a house. It looks like it's really really tough and competitive out there. You know, I've heard of panic buying when it comes to toilet paper, when it comes to paper towels, when it comes to hand sanitizer, maybe plywood before a hurricane. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But you know, hey, honey, how was your day well i drove by a realtor's office and i picked up our two-story rambler in a condo i'm stocking up because of the pandemic i don't get the pan yeah. i don't get the panic buying when it comes to real estate i don't get it the only thing i can see is the fact that inflation is coming at crazy measures it's the only thing yeah. i see yeah. is that inflation's coming and they're getting to a point where powell is sitting there wondering what the hell does he do he has to increase the rates but if he increases the rates, what happens? He has no choice but to have to increase the rates. How much longer can you go keeping it under 1% for mm -hmm. this long? Yeah. You can't. He has to increase it. When he does, just so you know, it ain't going to be the yeah. same community as we have right now. Right. Inflation is going to go up, and some people are looking at it long-term as the best place to put it is real estate. The some people, people are actually thinking about The people that. I feel sorry for, and I'll let you go, Adam, is yeah. the people that got in this late as realtors. I bet there was a lot of people that saw the frenzy in the real estate market and thought, I'm going to be a realtor. They get their license. They get in late. Yeah. Right? Because you got to have some contacts and experience. But you become a realtor in three months when the thing tanks. There's going to be a lot of people on the wrong end of well, the you time. You talked there. about that there's a million realtors and there's 1.5 million realtors and there's only a million houses for sale, something like 1, that. 1,435,000 realtors, yeah. 1,090,000 homes for sale. So let me, you, you actually brought up a good point. The, the panic buying on the toilet paper, the panic buying that we saw a couple yeah. weeks ago on the gasoline, now we're seeing the panic buying of homes. Uh, to, just to read the headline again, people are panic buying homes as prices skyrocket around the world. Let me just give, read you a couple of the highlighted words that I've read just from this article. Panic, frenzied, highest level, historic highs, skyrocketing, soaring, fastest growth. That's never a good time to be going all in on a certain asset class. I don't think people are buying houses because they're worried about inflation. I think they're saying, people are buying now. I got to buy. I got to buy. I got to buy. This is time to buy. We got to buy. Yeah. And they have no clue what they're getting themselves into. Two-thirds of millennials basically had remorse or regret about buying a house half of baby boomers buying a house is ain't exactly all that it's cracked up to be you think that you're gonna only paying your mortgage payment we talked about your big three expenses when it comes to having home ownership your maintenance your taxes and your insurance and people don't account for that so pump the brakes if you're in the housing market i think that prices are going to crash over the next couple. How of years. much? How big of a crash is it? Twenty percent. Oh, you think twenty percent? Yeah. You think twenty percent? Yes. In the next twelve months. That's not, no, in the next few years. That's like oh eight, right? Okay. I mean that. that no, level? no, 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 not no? like oh eight. Oh. oh eight was way more than twenty percent. Okay. I want to say. And, and no, in some some parts of the country, it was like I think. In uh, L.A., Riverside County was a 60% drop-off that Crazy, they had. Yes. But in Texas, it was a 10 or 50% yeah. drop-off. They didn't have a big drop-off. So some states are going to be higher than others. California usually takes it worse yeah. when there is a big sure. drop-off. You know, another thing here, yeah. too, is I think people were panic buying because of the lockdown. And they're thinking, i got to have a home office. Yeah. Right? I'm, gonna be com I'm not going to be commuting as much. I'm going to be home. But now the country's opening up. You're not going to be working, hopefully, out of home, you know, unless China sends another virus over here, allegedly. But... So that, that's another reason. They were fixing up their homes. They wanted bigger home offices to work out of there, et cetera. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what's going to happen be with easy, that. Be easy. We will see what's going to happen with that. Netflix CEO gives $3 million to beat Newsom recall. Not to beat Newsom, but to beat the recall. There's mm -hmm. a big difference, right? So let's see why 
Netflix CEO is doing this. So Netflix CEO gives $3 million to beat the Newsom recall. It's a political story. Uh, he is spending $3 million to shield Governor Newsom from a recall vote in demonstration of the enormous sum, uh, sums uh, Newsom's allies could marshal in his defense, according to a state filing. The massive outlay making Hastings by far the largest donor to the Newsom's recall campaign. Under California rules, Newsom can raise unlimited sums to fend off a recall effort that will likely land before voters in the fall, while other guber- uh, governor candidates are subject to campaign Limits of $32,400 per election in their direct accounts. The Hastings contribution can punctuate, uh, also punctuates a dramatic reversal since Newsom ran for governor in 2018. Hastings that year poured $7 million into a charter school-driven political action committee that supported Newsom's Democratic rival, former Los Angeles mayor, Antonio Villagrosa. Interesting. So he gave $7 million to Antonio. Tech leaders had already signed on to a letter opposing the recall and pledging that their support to pledging their support for Newsom. Thoughts? My thoughts are that he's probably thinking that if there's a Republican governor in California, it might be somebody like DeSantis that declares war on tech companies, which would directly affect him. So he's going to do everything he can to prevent that. You know, I live there. There's no momentum for any candidate whatsoever. John Cox is the former mayor of San San Diego that's supposed to be one of the big names throwing his hat in the ring. He just put $7 million of his own money into his own campaign. You don't see any ads. You don't hear anything. There's no there's no energy for anybody, unfortunately. I think, you know, Newsom got very, very lucky. You know, uh, California, with all the tax revenue, has helped him. People are have short memories. You know, they're thinking, okay, it's better now. It's opening up. We'll just go with what we have. Now, I read in the L.A. Times today that there's a chance because of the blackouts that could be happening this summer. I mean, we're going to have a ton of fires again. And then, the, the you know, the grid in California has a real hard time keeping up with the electricity demands when the, when the weather goes up. If there's a lot of blackouts, that could affect him as well. But in order for Newsom to lose, there has to be somebody that you want in there. And I just don't see anybody having any momentum yet. And by the way, he's not going to be the only one. You have unlimited funds that you can use in a recall mm-hmm. election. There's no limit on your war chest. J.J. Abrams has pledged money. Uh, I saw the CEO of the, the 49ers. You got the labor unions, law firms sending big bucks Newsom's way. So, I, I, But if you ask me about Reed Hastings, I think it has to do something with protecting his business. Yeah, so you don't think our good friend Major Williams that you're on the podcast Love with us? Major with us? Williams. Yeah, you don't think he's, he, might, he has you know, a chance? I, well, 2022, I think he also okay. is thinking in the back of his mind that's a good Not start right for now. him. Well, it's just going to be tough for anybody. And then you also got this guy, Meet Kevin, who came out there, and he was a 20-point plan. He's talking about running. But basically, I think ultimately what you're saying is nobody has the wind behind them that has any chance of beating Newsom, especially when you have big tech rallying behind him. And he has unlimited sums of money, whereas I guess other candidates are subject to campaign limits of $32,000 per election versus unlimited funds. Money talks, baby, and it seems like Newsom's got the money. I got a crazy question. I just searched it right now. I didn't know this. What do you think is the age to become a governor? President is what? 35. 35, 35 Okay, what's the age to be a governor? 35 It's not. It's not. It varies by state. FYI, okay? okay? Most states is 30. Most. The highest one, matter of fact, nobody has it above 30. Just so you know, every state is highest 30. What do you think California is? 34. 18. Oh, wow. <laughs> to what? Be a, I'm telling you, California, Ohio, I'm looking at it right now. California, Ohio, uh, Rhode Island, and Washington and Wisconsin are the five states where to be a governor is 18 years old, which means, <laughs> do you think a guy like Meet Kevin, he's a hustler, he's hungry, he goes mm-hmm. after it, he's not afraid, he's, he's very good on camera, great, very well spoken, understands money, has strong opinions. Do you think a guy like that could be a governor in the state of California? 
a young guy like me, Kevin. If he's going against Newsom, zero chance. Zero chance. Against Newsom? Tell me why. Well, it, against Newsom? Tell me why. Even, Tell not, me why. Tell me why. It, Newsom clearly has big tech behind him. Okay, what else? Okay. So he called that Instagram, right? He's calling. He sent me a message the other day saying, hey, you know, I've been following your content. He's been following Value Timmy since 1,000 yeah. subscribers. I said, listen, I, I love your stuff as well. You, you're killing it. Yeah. So I followed him on Instagram because I like what he's doing. I would love to see a young cat like that mm-hmm. come up out of nowhere. And by the way, whether he wins or not, do you know how much energy it takes to make a run for governor? Like right. how much energy all day, it takes every day. Yes. Yeah. all day, every day? I think mm-hmm. a young guy Agreed. with a lot of energy. By the way, my friend Steve just sent me a text message right now, okay? And guess what the text message is about? It's a text message he sent about Meet Kevin. I got it at 1019, which is 30 minutes ago, right? Meet Kevin. And he says, I like what he's talking about with Newsom. Now, Steve lives in California, mm-hmm. right? There are a lot of people that are hoping somebody like him comes up and makes yeah. a move. And I think a young guy with a lot of energy in a state like California Boom. that's 18 years old to run for governor and he's got a few million subscribers, go at it. I'd love to see what happens Let me there. clarify my statements. Do I think he's got upside? Sure. But he sure. can't be Newsom. Not not this time around. Not even close. Well, here. But, uh, me- not even close. This zero, time give around. Give me your percentage. Like Is 1%? there a number less than zero? This time around. I'm not talking about four years. I'm not talking about eight years. Kevin, if you're I'm listening, talking about Kevin, this if you're time listening, around, I would tell you to go slash his tires, this, but this, he doesn't have a car. He doesn't have a car. <laughs> you would have to slash this all the Uber a, drivers and This isn't a knock on the young man, meet Kevin. I think he's I a, want Kevin, I want you to take it as a knock. Okay. I want you to take this clip and take it as a knock. Go ahead, knock. Kevin. Go ahead. I'd Jeez. love to have him you on the show. No one day. chance at all. I, this time around. Oh, let, let me be a voice of reason once again. Let me help you out. Me, Kevin. Flip flopper over here, voice of reason. Oh, I am a voice of reason. You're going to the business. Hey, listen, guys, Meet Kevin has a legitimate chance, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, someone that can rally people on social media is like being a celebrity. What happened the last time an upset happened in a recall election? A celebrity won it. Look what happened. Did you guys hear what happened in Huntington Beach this past weekend? There was a TikTok birthday party on the beach in Huntington Beach, and and every single jurisdiction in Orange County had to send cops there. They arrested 1,500 people. It was so out of control, and it was because of social media. You telling me a guy like Meet Kevin couldn't get a little momentum going? Going online, build it, turning it into an army of followers. By the way, I don't know him. his policies. Has he posted anything with his policies he on his website? He has a twenty-point no? plan. I can you, can you pull up his policy? Let's just see what he has up there on his website. I don't know his policies. Let's. Look, uh, the kid, if he, if he's, if yeah, he, if, click on that. Let's go to. If to he's see interested in running for is. politics, I think he's got an upside. Uh, not against Newsom. No, go though. lower. Go lower, Kevin. Okay, there right it is, there. right there. All right, let's see. Meet Kevin. Go a little lower. Go a little lower. No state income tax on the first quarter of a million dollars of income. Interesting. Okay, removes the California. Okay, hang, hang on. Removes the California quarter million. No California tax return required, and approximately five to seven percent flat tax on income above quarter million dollars. Okay, okay, fair. Keep going. Number two, homeless emergency housing uh, for all homelessness within sixty days via emergency powers. Medical and substance mental is available. Three meals per day in central Arizona. No one lives on the streets in our state anymore within sixty days. Okay. I, I vote for him right now on that one point. Well, I don't care about anything. How else. much money he needs to do that though? To say that is a different story than coming up with the money, especially after you just Tom, you got just rid got of taxed. all the taxes. You just got taxed. So uh, future 57%. schools at 14 years old, students have a choice to attend a future school. Combines college, trade, high school, and financial education. Students graduate from 14 years old in partnership with small, medium, and large business throughout California. Okay, cool. I like that. The future, the housing emergency. Uh, we have unaffordable rents and housing due to a lack of homes. Instead of 80,000 new units per year, California v. Emergency Powers will build 500,000 new housing units per year for five years. State will control all buildings. Okay, fine. Go to the next one. Uh, the transportation emergency request proposals, private sector to solve transportation emergency, optional variable uh, toll roads, new roads in addition to existing roads with tolls. 
giving drivers the option to make a toll road or not. More roads equals less traffic. Okay, keep going. Uh, legal, legalizing gambling. Okay, we'll stop uh, supporting tunnels and roads to new communities via construction boom. Okay. Six, uh, legalizing gambling. Uh, legalize online and in-person gambling. Build casinos throughout California. Five to ten billion dollars tax revenue expected from construction bailouts. Buildouts uh, prevents returning uh, to state income taxes. Okay, and I think that that could be interesting. I just don't know the the, the with the uh, the uh, the Indian reservation. Like there's a there's uh, some challenges you're gonna face with that. Mm-hmm. Today millions leave California to try vacation, gamble elsewhere. Why not do this? Yeah, I agree. They're going right next door to him, which is where Nevada, right? No more blackouts. This is going to be a big one. You were talking yeah. about the blackouts. Can you tell the audience why blackouts are a big deal? Because, you know, it shuts down. The, they do these rolling blackouts, and it shuts down the energy. Uh, your electricity goes out. It happened to us last week twice. What does this mean, blackouts? Like flat-out blackouts? Yeah, yeah. Where the In California. Yeah, yeah, because there's so much pressure on the grid when the temperatures are up and people are maxing their air conditioning that they have to shut it down. How long certain, does it go out? Uh, <laughs> hours, generally. Not much more than that, but hours, like hours half a day. A long time. It's a long time. So hours without AC. Sure, absolutely. Okay, so no more blackouts. And, and plus, the power companies are responsible for most of these fires anyway. It happens right underneath their power. I lines. lived in California, but that was six years ago, five and a half years ago. I don't remember a lot of blackouts five and a half years ago. It's gotten worse with the okay. fires. Yeah. All right, no more blackouts. More peak plants. Okay, future uh, uh, courts. Small claims uh, limits raised to $100,000. New small claims advisor. Legal somebody missing our courts. Okay, nine, transforming the DMV and virtual IDs. Virtual IDs and registration with QR codes. Virtual oh, I, I, got, IDs. I, I disagree. The, 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 DVD or the uh, DMV is awesome in California. No change necessary. It's perfect. Why is he touch? I'm joking. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, I have like 20 <laughs> stories for you from a DMV. By the one time I was at the DMV and right in front of me, I'm like, is this who I think it is? It was Dr. Dre. We were in line for like 30 minutes. We had a great conversation. I said, so you you also got to get a license. Yeah, I can't get away with that. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> so number 10, future policing and jails. Instant focus on Okay, 11, underground, handy person economy. Current law criminalizes being a handy person. Immediately create a handy person license, providing a path to insurance. Okay, cool. 12, mandated local manufacturing and employment in California HB1s, H1Bs. Uh, uh, future Visas. money and exchanges, gun safety, trading. Uh, trained gun owners are uh, currently treated like criminals in California. This is ridiculous. Those who are trained and background checks shall have more rights in California. Maximizing Biden's funding uh, via schools and credits. $250. Okay, got it. Funding housing, $250. Okay, the carbon tax. First state to institute a carbon tax. Incentivizing green energy punishes uh, 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 but does not uh, ban polluting industries. Okay, the green wave. Allowing traffic, alleviating traffic, go to the next one. The day one executive action on immigration, homelessness, uh, school and housing. Go to number 20. Let's see what number 20 is. California transition bond or emergency transition. Okay. I mean, we'll see what's going to happen there. He seems like he's got a plan. So I'm, I'm curious to know what happens. All I'm saying is I would love to see some young folks with a lot of energy mm-hmm. to go out there and push their weight around. They're going to be bullied. I, I'm not surprised if Meet Kevin's going to be bullied. He's going to be challenged. He's going to be pushed around. People are going to laugh at him. There's no way this can happen. All this other yeah. stuff. I also think on the flip side, he's going to also be able to create some momentum. Yeah, there's a market for common sense right now. And I think if you can speak Big. that, people might not admit it, but they will rally and support him. All right. I think it's interesting that when Major Williams is on here, you said, I have an idea for you. You should start implementing the phrase, try me. Yeah. And on every social media post, he hashtag. I love it. Try me. So I, shout I, out to Major. I would love to see more of those guys creating momentum and challenging the status quo. Totally agree. Love but to with see Big that Tech behind place. Newsom, he's not going to get recalled. Yeah, there is one story I want to get into. There's one story I want to get into. Da-da-da-da. Okay, there we go. To Pelosi try to sabotage Green New Deal rollout over fears mm. of AOC. This is this is this is actually very interesting. Go to page seven, folks. Um, 
We got five minutes left. I'm probably going to do one last one here because we're, we've already done six or seven. I said we're going to do one, two, or three. You give a super chat. Whatever you give, ten times more, we're going to give it back to you. I think we've already given $2,000. Wow. At least. $2,000 we've given away. So if you give 100 bucks, I like it. We'll I'm going to start leaving back. comments yeah, over here. I go to page uh, – go to page uh, – <laughs> Go to page seven. seven. Go to page seven. That's Say that bottom. again. All these payments are being handed out in quarters, right? <laughs> Where is my quarters? Where, is Ricky? Where are my quarters? Where is, by the way, Ricky's new episode's right. going out on Vitamin in Spanish here soon. So if you like uh, Ricky see? stuff, see, Ricky? we got five minutes before I jump on the Zoom. So let's go through this. Here we go. Pelosi tried to sabotage Green New Deal rollout over fears of AOC new book. This is a Fox News story. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tried to sabotage the rollout of Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Green New Deal in 2019 because she was anxious about the new congresswoman's notoriety becoming actual power. According to a new book about the insider democratic politics obtained by Fox News in February 2019, Pelosi called Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey the night before he was scheduled to help roll out the Green New Deal. She asked him to hold off. She wanted more substantive policy. The politics weren't good right then. Don't give the platform to Ocasio-Cortez. She urged anxious about the new congresswoman's notoriety to become an actual power. Edward Isaac Dover writes in Battle for the Soul inside the Democrats' campaign to defeat Trump. The Green New Deal rollout formally outlined the proposal in Congress for the first time and would mark a start on the path towards what AOC called a wartime level just economic mobilization plan to get to 100% renewable energy, cost estimates for the sprawling proposal ranging to the trillions. Dover's book will be published on Tuesday. So AOC was concerned about, I'm sorry, Pelosi was concerned about AOC creating momentum. Yeah. You know, she's old school, man. Uh, This is my house. Speaker of the house. I I finally found one reason to like Nancy Pelosi. You know, Mm -hmm. she's going to... Laying the hammer down there. That book has got so many explosive findings in it. That's the book that has Obama ripping Trump, Obama swearing at the media. Obama's got a pretty filthy mouth. If you read this book, you're going to be blown away how much that guy swears. That's what Trump will do to Obama. Get him, get him <laughs> yeah. cursing. Oh, well. Well, this is just a classic case of reality versus fantasy land. As Say what you want about uh, Nancy Pelosi. She's been doing this for 40 years. At least she's living in reality where AOC is just fantasy land over here with her trillion-dollar Green yep. New Deal. And this is Nervous Nancy basically saying, pump the brakes on AOC. Uh, That woke cancel culture leftist movement on the left of the Democratic Party, they don't exactly uh, have a lot of substance to their numbers. I don't think uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been in power, what, two, Two three years now? This is her second term right now? yeah. And uh, I don't think she understands how budgeting works, and that's the problem that she's going to face. But she does have upside. If she actually learns math, she's a dangerous (laughs) political figure. Oh, let let me ask you a couple questions. Who's more attractive, him or uh, or Pelosi? (laughs) I mean, come on. It's not even a question. Okay. All right. Who's got a bigger following on Twitter, her or Pelosi? It's not even a comparison. Pelosi's at 7 million. AOC, just so you know, I said Pelosi is what? 7 million. AOC is at, uh, 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 come on, AOC, where are you at? AOC is at 12.7 million. Okay, yeah. who's better at rallying, AOC or Pelosi? AOC. AOC. Who a- who's who understands understands social media better, AOC or Pelosi? Who who who's more uh, marketable long term, AOC or Pelosi? Mm-hmm. Who's a better salesperson, AOC or Pelosi? Who's you, you want to keep going? It's with like the you who's, talked who's, about with who's, China who's, and who's, India. Who's, you attack people who are threatening you. Pelosi is exactly, clearly threatened by AOC. Exactly, and she is more marketable. 
I don't agree with her policies, but she is a much better politician mm-hmm. than Pelosi. Right. Although Pelosi is a dirtier politician behind closed doors because she's been around longer. So she's got an yeah. entire yes. playbook of seven, whatever, 50 years she's been into politics. She knows all the playbooks. Yeah, school versus new school. I still think it was she's going to end up beating her long term, if you ask me. Well, I think yeah, she's... I think Nancy's retiring after this. Uh, it's a clearly long term. Yes, yes. Got the upside. Okay, so I think we went through it. Uh, uh, gang, this was. Uh, uh, Probably one of my favorite podcasts we've yeah. done in a long we need time. To have Steve I appreciate and, uh, Stephen and Anas. They did a great yeah. job yeah. Uh, on the debate. If you enjoyed this format, and if you want, if you want me to continue the super chat model of ten times, please subscribe to the channel, give us a thumbs up, and click on that notification button so YouTube notifies you when we're going up with the podcast. And then, last but not least, Kai, who's on on Thursday? Who's on Thursday? Do we know who's on Thursday podcast? We don't know yet. Okay, we'll be announcing who's on Thursday. Anyways. We look forward to seeing you join us again this Thursday. We are on, though. Yes or no? We are doing podcasts Thursday, same time. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.